0: Can we just say, fuck the news segment? Like, I'm, I'm so done with this bit. Yeah. I like, okay, don't want to look at these. There is never I any wanna, news. Yeah. I don't want to look at these articles anymore.
1: I <laughs> mean, it's, it's the same article all over again, right? And I mean, we
2: can't keep giving the express just, click money at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> From the, the 20 people that, we, that
3: are listening to
4: <laughs> We're boosting yeah, their numbers and they already. don't deserve it.
3: I have already, oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm trying to remove it, but I've already clicked on
4: uh, And <laughs> uh,
3: What's that? Game of Thrones theory? A song of ice and fire will end with Jon Snow and Daenerys' child is rightful
0: heir? Sure. Danny will still die, and Jon Snow will still kill her or some shit, but uh, don't worry, they'll have a baby Jon rips the baby
2: out of her uterus with his teeth like Twilight, and then she dies
0: oh is that does books that happen, happen in, in Twilight yeah <laughs> it definitely yes. happens in okay. Twilight that they is what not happens in that. Twilight <laughs> hey glad I didn't read that <laughs> <laughs> books this is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000 the third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books in the
2: novels write the book in the first book books in the uh, books books the fifth book is about to come out two books then the books he does that in the books too So we're reading Twilight.
1: When we're done with this, we can can switch to Twilight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, the world's first and only uh, Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast. Nobody has ever thought of this uh, before
0: us. It's the first uh, Song of Ice and Fire and Twilight crossover (laughs) reread podcast.
2: Now that's an idea. For some reason, no one's ever thought of before.
0: I
1: won't be 100% sure that that would be the first, but... Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm not, I think it's, it's
1: rather niche. Uh,
3: my name is Janos.
0: <laughs> my name's Emmanuel. Okay.
2: I'm Chaz, but you can call me Chat.
1: My name's Reiner, a.k.a. babe5.jpg. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice. Uh, I didn't say a nickname, so uh, I guess I just uh, retroactively say uh, I'm Janos, also known as Sir Fartis Egan, like a funny fart joke. Ooh.
0: That's pretty oh, good. Nice. Oh wait, I'm Emmanuel, also known as uh Erie City One Dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We've been looking at like some brand Twitter stuff in the pre talk while uh, uh we were waiting for everyone to show up and uh we should like start um, doing like some relatable posts on our podcast Twitter. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I don't really
2: know I how start- to be relatable on Twitter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> start like tweeting about like not not tweeting like we were one of the podcast hosts but like if the podcast itself had like a uh, had like a relatable identity i think that would be uh, very uh successful and then people accidentally click on uh, our episodes and then we get like billions of listeners and uh advertisements from fucking underwear It could be one of those
2: podcasts that just randomly follow people to try and make them listen.
0: (laughs) Has it ever worked?
2: Um, There's like 12 that follow me, and I have never listened to any of them, so probably not.
0: Let's try to get the Wendy's girl into my polycule.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stop posting horny Wendy's girl content.
0: (laughs) Do we want to talk about these news, quote-unquote? (laughs) <laughs> we just talk, we just
3: talked about every everything that was to be talked about. I think I'm fine in moving the on pre
0: segment. I guess. Oh my god, people still have bad theories. It's not news. Uh, we we read chapters. Um, we read uh, Tyrion chapters and some other ones. Um,
3: <laughs> but Tyrion was even in those.
0: Yeah. This was the most so, Tyrion uh we've had, so if you
3: yeah. want to know what this post uh this podcast is gonna be like in six months or so when we get to a Clash of Kings, mm-hmm. then this is a little preview uh where we can mm. finally get <laughs> to talk all about our everyone's favorite character Tyrion.
1: I mean this this was definitely a time when Tyrion was absolutely Josh's favourite character, right, when he wrote these chapters because He's like uh, everything
0: just works. Plot
1: up. armor, upon plot armor, yeah. And he's like, he appears super clever. And, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I think it's maybe because Tyrion is the smartest character in Game of yeah. Thrones.
3: Sure. De- de- definitely yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's
1: extremely good at diplomacy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got <laughs> he's got a general's mind.
0: I'm just like I'm thinking of like. George Lucas saying that shit about Jar Jar Binks, like he's a smarter character than we've ever had before and I think like he's, getting him working is the key to getting this all working (laughs) (laughs) about Jar Jar Binks (laughs) I I think what's
3: (laughs) what's missing from a Game of Thrones is uh, Tyrion just walking into a control room and like stumbling over everything and pushing buttons he shouldn't be and uh, you know dedicating like <laughs> five pages pages to that while the plot is going on somewhere
0: Tyrion walks behind Fartess Egan and he farts and he uh, makes a funny face <laughs> that, that would be so epic <laughs> <laughs> alright so our first chapter, Tyrion uh, is in like Ice Mountain Hell prison and it sucks and uh, he's in the Eri's cell, prison cell uh it only has three walls. Uh, the other one oh, what happened
3: to the fourth one? Did it really be
1: a little bit
0: the than a it? bit of a the bit of a little bit of us and, uh, <laughs> and yeah so the, the fourth wall of the cell is just like empty air uh, up on the mountain of the floor is like sloped like so slightly up on the mountain. of like drive you a little crazy of a little Uh, There's like cool notes written on the wall, like in Portal, in blood, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that say like uh, "This sucks." (laughs) (laughs) The beans are a lie. The (laughs) The (laughs) beans. Yeah, Uh, he's got this like really cruel prison man keep uh who hits him with a, a strap of leather mm-hmm. uh, he, likes it. <laughs> 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 uh he throws the beans out the side into the air instead of feeding Tyrion. so he's like being starved he doesn't have enough like blankets he's really cold um and he is very mad, and uh, he's, like, kind of just thinking about his situation, mostly, this chapter. Um, There's a
3: funny line here in the beginning where it says, uh, Tyrion Lancaster was starved, but he refused <laughs> yeah. to let this brute see him cringe. Yeah. I will not both cringe, he said. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> not going to lose subscriber in front yeah. of, uh, like, th- this guy.
2: But subscribers is what? also beans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Morty's a good name.
4: Morty's mm. an
1: extremely good name, yeah. yeah.
4: Sound, sounds what if like it was that?
1: Rick and Morty? It means it means murder in German literally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's subtle. So yeah, not a lot happening in this chapter. He kinda thinks about like what um t- or how his siblings will react and his family. You know, he's saying like uh Taiwan like Might not care about him, but he'd, uh, see this as a slight on the honor of the house, and Jaime would just, like, be really pissed, and he would never try to, uh, untie a knot when he can cut through it with his sword, and Cersei, like, if she didn't get too, like, angry, would, like, has the cunning to try and, like, turn this to her advantage, but she would probably only see, uh, the insult in it, and not be able to capitalize on the situation, because if they demanded that Tyrion be brought before Robert uh, the king, then you know, they could could make the Starks look bad essentially, but for like capturing him, and that would be like a better channel to um, go through than the ones that Tywin takes, and Mm -hmm. the ones that Lysa takes, so uh, yeah,
3: Says a lot of swear words in this one. He says, "Yeah, and he uh, he
1: also reflects on like at least twice, I think, on how uh, he should guard his tongue uh, a little more closely and yeah. not uh, like make people mad." In between, he's <laughs> uh, he's calling more to, like uh, a pox ridden ass or something. So yeah, he says you. He, he immediately son of a throws his own advice away and. Uh, also, when he's, he's before Lysa, he's just saying shit that, that uh, is gonna provoke her. So he, he knows it's stupid to do it, but he can't, just can't help himself.
3: The way Tyrion's like angriness is described reminds me of, it's, it's, it's uh, described as Tyrion felt a pang of rage and then he starts swearing and it's, uh, mm. like he's, he's just shouting at Mord. And I, yeah. it, f- to me, it's described like, in the like in those old Donald Duck cartoons where Donald Duck gets real angry and he just jumps <laughs> up and uh, is just shouting, uh, it's this is exactly the image I have for Tyrion here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyrion, uh, would his persona be a duck? Her, her <laughs> done, <huh>? Sure. <laughs> Until well, we find Tyrion a better, no, one. it would be a lion, be like- of course.
2: It'd be like it's a weasel or like a ferret.
0: What if he was a griffin, but instead of it being an eagle, it's a duck? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh.
2: That That's would be good. good. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs>
0: and uh, a monkey tail instead of uh oh. instead of the snake as the tail. Mmm. Yeah. Alright. Um very important ground we're covering here. Um <laughs> the rest of the chapter so finally he like comes up with a plan sort of and he gets mord to uh come back and and try to deliver a message for him and he promises him gold and he writes it down for mord who's like illiterate but uh that makes him feel better anyway because it's in writing now and, um... I like that you
3: said, uh, Tyrion comes up with a plan, sort of, because, uh, you know, uh, a- Kay, who can't be here in this episode, said we got to roast, uh, Tyrion for her. And, uh, like, this is uh, this is like the one plan Tyrion is constantly gonna have, like, both in this one, and then also in, uh, the next Tyrion chapter that we have this week. And for the rest of the books. yeah, And for the rest Just of the series. Promising people gold, right? That's, promising people gold, <laughs> yeah. Smartest do. man in the series.
2: He can also tell three people different pieces of information and then see if one of them will leak it, which is very mm. cunning and no yeah. one's ever thought Oops. of it before.
0: <laughs> yeah, he came up with the first uh, double-blind test for what it is. He invented the scientific method. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he put Paisal in a in a room and a man on the other side of a screen who pretends to be shocked. And, like, <laughs> and Paisal just keeps doing it, dude. I don't know why the why does he keep doing it. <laughs> Humans are dark I,
1: I don't quite get like why did he have to convince Mord of like delivering a message? I mean that's pretty much his job, I think if I, yeah, but I don't think if he, he says as a prisoner he wants to confess i mean why why wouldn't the the goler deliver this message that's kind of weird uh, overly complicated
0: i don't know i read it as like this kind of intri- uh, i mean this happens all the time in feudalism yeah. it's like the the policy is like decided by the individual's you know characters so like hmm. mord was probably put in this job because he's cruel and he doesn't listen to anybody like he's not gonna just like you know, get convinced that the prisoner is like, I'm really a good guy or something. He's just going to hit them. The point of his job is just to, like, be cruel and, like, yeah. make people suffer in prison. <laughs> like,
2: and it's bad. And I think that uh, Westeros should abolish prisons.
1: And I, I get why it, why, it, why it happens and why Mord would act that We I just don't get why it would be a plot in the
4: first place <laughs>
1: that he has to convince him because he quite easily does succeed in it, and it kind of just makes Tyrion look clever for something that isn't clever.
2: I guess it's because he then gives him the gold and it's supposed to yeah. show us that Tyrion does believe okay. in, like, mm-hmm. well, he has this pride about paying his debts, mm-hmm. whatever that it means for him. I guess, yeah.
1: I mean, maybe the it, it was even, like, uh, Lysa's, Lysa's plan that uh, they, they tried to, uh, to make Tyrion kill himself. Right,
4: mm, yeah. so maybe yeah.
1: Mord had kind of the, uh, yeah, w- was ordered to to not let him out, whatever he says. And to I
0: mean, to, Mord Mord was like starving him, and we—I yeah. don't know if that was like a command, mm. but he was just like, "Here's some oiled beans." Oops, oh, I dropped <laughs> them.
3: <laughs> Probably wasn't a command, but Liza wouldn't uh, have minded if if she knew. Yeah, mm. they just—I I guess they just look away from whatever he does.
1: I have to say the whole concept of the sky cells is just extremely <laughs> terrifying to me. He's very cartoonish. Mm, yeah. It it no, it was a real thing. Like uh, I remember visiting some uh, some old castle in in Austria. Uh, like when I was a, uh, I think was with on a school trip or something, and they had something similar. It was like uh, just like. Kind of a, a balcony without any uh, any walls or, or guardrails or something, a really tiny one, and that would be kind of the sky cell just above a above a cliff. So mm. that was a concept mm. that uh, that apparently really existed. Cool. There's, There's like examples. a lot
3: of uh, moments in this chapter where Tyrion uh, says something and then immediately says, uh, "Oh, what a dumbass I am! I shouldn't have said anything." <laughs>
2: It's just compulsive. Yeah. He can't stop.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. And yeah. like, it's kind of funny after, right after he went on about Cersei, like letting her anger get the better of her.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm like, kind of wondering, like, does it actually make things worse uh, in this situation? Because Lysa is like very eager to frame him.
0: All right, so Tyrion, uh, yeah, he does. He he pulls this very clever trick of uh, paying people. And, uh, he gets to Lysa <laughs> and Catelyn, and Lysa's, like, summoned everybody, she's, like, put out the group text and, uh, gotten everybody she can to listen to him, uh, confess his crimes, and he goes out there and he talks about jacking off into turtle stew and, uh, bringing and a donkey... And it's very funny. Yeah, brought a donkey and a, and a honeycomb into a brothel and all that, yeah. uh... <laughs> Some shit, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's going on about like oh I've lied I've like thought mean things and uh and she's like what about murder and he's like no I, what's that ne- never I heard just- of it <laughs> murder Again, I don't even just, know her. He's,
1: <laughs> he's just provoking them for really no reason right like he just yeah wants to I mean there's okay
3: he says uh it says, and now to roll the dice, he thought without a quick yeah. glance back at back at braun, and then he starts telling this funny story, so I guess you can uh you can spin it in a way that he makes braun laugh uh which uh you know makes him
0: i guess more ready <laughs> the to receptive. then." Yeah. He's, like, going to Braun. like... Catelyn never makes you laugh. You should get with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catherine never
3: made uh, jerking-off jokes mm-hmm. in front of, uh, like, people who want want to have her murdered.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he demands a trial. He says, like, you know, he makes a big show of, like, is this what you call the king's justice? Don't you, like... Don't you uh, fall under the jurisdiction of King Robert or whatever? And... Uh, I demand a trial and they're like, well, okay, well, my son who is uh totally mentally sound and also not a 6-year-old uh will decide your, your, if you're guilty or not. And then um he's like, oh, f- uh, actually fuck that. Um we'll make two people fight to the death and that will mm-hmm. be how we do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the, uh, we like introduce the concept of trial by combat. Um which nobody have,
1: really it? believes in, right that's
0: well I mean I if you I
2: mean, barely. if you believe in the seven strongly, I guess you do believe that whoever <sighs> wins is the one who was chosen to win by the gods, I guess
1: I kinda get the impression that in, in this case they believe in it because they are pretty sure that they'll win,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah Well, even uh Lynn Corbe is like everybody's trying to, um, get Lysa to choose them to fight Mm -hmm. for her. And Lynn Corbrae is like, Oh, often the one who has the favor of the gods is the person that is Mm -hmm. best at swords. Mm -hmm. And that's me. So pick me. Um, so yeah, like, I think there's some cynicism about it, but, uh, it's still like a tradition that's uh, you know, held as legitimate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so Tyrion says like, I choose my brother Jamie. I'll wait. And uh, they're like, Elisabeth is like, no. We want to have it tomorrow. And uh, Tyrion's like, oh fuck. Well, uh, will anybody uh, fight for me? Maybe? Unless? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Bronn steps forward. He does. And
1: Tyrion rolled a natural 20 on his bluff check. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled the Nat twenty on his bluff check and also a nat twenty on the like chance roll and mm. I, uh Braun rolled a uh a, a nat what's the critical miss on like Critical fail. Yeah, on like deciding good. What's that skill? <laughs> uh... intelligence. That's not <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, I guess... Well, everybody's uh, kind of, like, forgetting that you still have to, like, leave through the brigand and uh, lion-infested, like... Yeah. Mountains. Yeah, but, mm. like,
3: I I agree that I don't think... Uh, Tyrion is that smart, as as smart as he thinks, or as mm. even the chapters pretend. I, I mean, I don't know. If, I
1: mean, he's going step by step at this point, right? Like,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, he, he could but die like, literally moment. But on the other hand, like, what else was he supposed to do? Like, uh, yeah. get because f- if he doesn't do anything, he's gonna fucking die. Listen, mm.
2: not to defend Tyrion, but he is not guilty.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true.
2: Like, he didn't actually do it. So this is.
3: Maybe the he, gods he really should be killed
2: for it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, but like the, the justice system uh, worked. <laughs> 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 True. <laughs> yeah, maybe the gods were actually yeah. guiding Braun, huh? But
1: I, I have mm-hmm. to say the way that he 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 led uh, Lysa on and kind of shamed her into first uh, giving him a trial and then switching to the trial of God, that was. A, Pretty clever of him, I think. Just, like, the way he built up to it was was done well by him. I have to keep it. I mean, Lysa
0: kind of donated him this one because she, like, made this a big show. And and if it had... So Catelyn, in her next chapter, she, like, had urged Lysa to just have Tyrion brought to them privately. And if that had been the case, then, like, this wouldn't have worked. But because it was a public thing, Tyrion gets to, like shame her and
1: he kind of used like the fact that she she feels comfort comfortable and safe in the way i guess against her that she wouldn't do anything or doesn't feel like she she uh, has to hide anything or do anything behind closed doors in the way yeah. and he, he kind of used that uh, against her in this instance yeah
2: also i guess it's like um like lisa, lisa and the um tallies are supposed to believe in this sort of honor and all that sort of stuff and so it's easier to get them to Capitulate because they have to appear to be honorable because that's how they see themselves as well.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing about seeing themselves that way, uh, we keep talking about how the chapter, like itself, is making Tyrion seem smart. I mean, it's from his POV. He, this yeah. is his you know, opinion of himself. He like kinda is class blind and doesn't realize like the advantages that he has I mean he does he like realizes that he has a lot of money and he's the son of a powerful lord or whatever but uh he kinda like I don't know he's like every fucking white like white man who's like uh gets gets given like a million dollars when he turns 18 and is like I earned this (laughs) (laughs) like
2: books about dragons
0: (laughs) Uh, all right. Any last thoughts about this one? I mean,
1: one one thing that, uh, that I kind of liked is just that uh, I think it's one little sentence when he has uh, uh when he gets hit by more, than. then he has the dream of uh, of him um, hitting Tywin. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's a cool setup for the later chapters because so far I think we didn't get much about like their relationship, and it's just the first glimpse of uh. Of Tyrion really hating Tywin and in the later chapters we it was, get I, a really good uh, kind of payoff to oh that's why he hates him yeah he's uh, yeah because yeah. so far it it uh, it doesn't seem uh, yeah it doesn't seem reasonable from uh, from Tyrion uh, to hate his father that much that he would dream of, of yeah, hitting absolutely. himself or even later he says to, not
3: gonna get a good reason for that this yeah. week so <laughs> he, he say,
1: i think he he says to braun you might uh, uh someday get uh, get an opportunity to kill my father or something and uh yeah so yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. a good setup for uh for the Taisha story later
2: yeah. I think he does yeah. mention his father in his brain in pretty much mm. all of his chapters
1: <laughs> like all all Lannisters, i think all all Lannister yeah, children yeah, do definitely.
2: that he's living rent free in his brain mm.
1: It's also, I mean, yeah, his father is the reason why he got out of this situation, absolutely. And uh, both he and and uh, later Jamie play the oh, you know who my father is and and how wealthy yeah. I am. They play that card all the time, and
4: oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
1: while while absolutely hating Tywin, especially uh, especially Tyrion.
3: I was just gonna uh, bring up relating to the thing you said earlier about how it's you know at least even if it's not, like, the most clever thing in the world, it's still, like, kind of smart. Uh, the way Tyrion handled the situation from, you know, being t- basically convicted to death already to mm. uh, getting this guy have him in trial by combat and just reminded me of, like, I don't know if you all remember, uh, this guy named Mayor Pete. He used to run for president <laughs> a long time ago.
0: <laughs> oh, that was years ago.
3: And he said, like in an interview, about how uh, I think Game of Thrones is the most clever show about politics mm-hmm. on television, and the one character I would most like to have as my advisor is Tyrion Lannister. He's so smart.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm dead now. I quit. I guess I only have three people now. Goodbye. <laughs> you know. I think
3: if we can give if we can give Tyrion like any, like he's... At least, like, I guess he's he's like smart enough to like stay alive in a <laughs> yeah, situation yeah. like well, this. I would not want him as a political advisor. Like, that's not the sort of uh, brain he has.
0: Hey, does anyone know if those like those Joe Biden supporters uh, uh, can you contract them to bury you like they did to that dog? <laughs> <laughs> I need their help.
3: <laughs> what if it was Jora <laughs> Biden? did Does Joe ever get called the Joe? Like that this would make sense. I mean, I, I posted I posted
1: the Jojo Biden uh, picture today. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was very bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really hated to see it. I'm a Joseph. apologist I agree. The, the lovers did remove the racism note and the <laughs> sexism note too. I guess. And I have not seen the episodes where he does problematic things. Uh, Add a 10.
0: Oh, wait, one more mention of the sky cells being like a honeycomb. And Tyrion thinks, like, I'm a little bee. (laughs) Uh, I'm just a little bee. I cannot change this. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ned... He has I mean, a good normal dream. That's he has not... a dream
1: that doesn't mean much, I guess. He's just yeah, randomly imagining stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy with a big sword and
0: two swords, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Damn. two swords. I remember there being more than one sword.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, <laughs> there's also not an epic, uh, an epic ten-minute fight. So uh, I was wondering what what this was all about.
0: So. Yeah, I was pretty Just bored. say now
1: it now okay. it ends and then it's over. <laughs> there was no
0: Uh yeah, so this the the famous Tower of Joy Dream. Mm. Um mm. it's every time I read it, like um I'm just blown away by like how short it is. It's literally mm. it's like a page and a half. It's nice. Yeah. And like how much we get from this, uh as far as like hints at the the past that happened, uh, and you know all kind of character stuff like um about Liana and and Ned.
3: Yeah, this time I was reading this uh this one and a half pages extra slow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's it's another one of these of this uh, chapters or, or paragraphs where when you just read it for the very first time you don't get that much out of it or like, kind of like brain streams where all this like yeah. you get maybe uh, maybe one of five hints that uh, that are uh, thrown out there. Mm. all the all the characters mentioned don't mean anything to you <laughs> uh,
3: yeah i uh, yeah. definitely and, didn't remember Howland mm. reed uh this when i when i read it first
2: i don't know if it's the way that it's supposed to be a memory, but there's something that feels kind of like a play about the way they all talk in this scene.
0: hmm. Oh, yeah. It's,
2: it's very, like, one after each other, these very sort of stark sentences, um, and it's very sort of cinematic, which is probably just the writing style, but it does come across, I don't know,
0: very it does sort have of theatrical. Like a, yeah, it's definitely like a different voice um, uh, of mm. of writing. It's, like, very kind of lyrical, and yeah like, a play where they're kind of speaking their lines back and forth like everybody had me- memorized already.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I definitely, like, I read this book and then, like, went online and, like, saw people talking about the Tower of Joy, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember that, but, yeah.
3: Tower of Joy, more like Tower of Sadness, which is something t- he actually says. <laughs>
1: I have to say, uh, we we barely uh, give anything to the show, and rightfully so. Uh, I understand why they put didn't put this scene in in like don't know episode five. <laughs> like I, I think it would I translate don't. very bad to to a visual medium with uh, like. Uh, Keeping up the mystery that's that's within it. I think. Yeah, would, I think it would have it's, been very uh, hard. Yeah, it would have been much better anything. to put it
3: yeah. like in season six uh, with uh, Brand being there yeah. and showing. That th- I'm not he was saying actually it
1: was better the way they did it. I understand why they didn't put it like uh, right at the start.
2: I think well, you maybe could have had him. Hmm telling someone about it rather than showing it Mm. and then that could have obscured some of the information even though i guess ned doesn't really talk about it so it would have been
0: yeah ned wouldn't talk about it i think you can definitely you can just have like i mean the book's camera like doesn't show us anything like all it says is like you know we met at this tower we had a fight uh leono screamed uh they found him cradling her like body in her bed of blood or something and that's mm-hmm. it like those are the only images we get i think you could definitely do that uh you know the baby could be somewhere else like not in 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 view because there mm-hmm. were other people there it wasn't just like these nine uh people that were here well plus 10 because there's mm-hmm. a baby but uh which wait shit have I been just spoiling the entire time? Did we we'll even... cut it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no baby. It's only nine people. Uh, we, mean, we,
1: mean, we mean Ned. He was baby back then. He
3: was like... I <laughs> think I just uh, put uh, the spoiler warning in the description this time. Like, we, get, we get a little more loose with spoilers.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't. All right, I've only. Said haven't a actually baby. said it's
3: actually. If you hadn't, if we hadn't started talking about whether it's spoilers or not, uh, first-time readers wouldn't have even noticed. Hmm.
2: It's very um, like Ma- uh, more Darth stuff. Like it's called the Tower of Joy and like where Lancelot and Guinevere go is called the Tower uh, the Joyous Guard. Mm. And um very similar. They both
3: sim- have an Arthur.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um except after it's after they go to war they call it Dolorous Guard because it's sad now.
0: Mm. Mm. Um yeah, well I mean that's what happens with that basically. Exactly, and then you know, dollar is Ed. Dollar is it's,
3: it's got to be something there.
0: I'm rotating <laughs> it all in my brain, and there's uh, uh, my readouts are telling me there's something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? Ha- yeah. So uh, Ned's remembering this, having this dream. He mm-hmm. has six people with him. He doesn't like really remember their faces, um, but he's. Uh, with his friends, they are coming up on this place. There's three Kingsguard from Eris' day. This is, like, we gather that this is right after the war. Um, Robert's Rebellion, that is. Uh, They have a fight, and he uh, says, like, only two people survived. And we get uh, Lyanna, like, apparently is up in that tower, and she's yelling, promise me Ned. And it's, uh, really creepy and also a bunch of rose petals fly across the sky that is bleeding and, uh, they look like the eyes of death.
2: It's very anime.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he wakes up and he is, like, Lake is all fucked up and Van Pool is, like, giving him some water and he's been out for, like, six days.
1: I love the, the sentence, uh, the dream had left him weak as a kitten. Like we had, we had Tyrion being, being a, a tiny little bee before and now. <laughs> hey, that is a little kitten. That's <laughs> some ice is and so furries. It, 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 it seemed uh, kind of a weird uh, weird way to describe it here. That, uh, <laughs> like, oh. What what does Ned think of a of a weak animal? Oh, a kitten is a weak animal. That's how I feel.
3: (laughs) Has he seen the fucking cat Arya was chasing a few chapters ago? Yeah,
1: it's good. I like it. Oh, walk walk of the week.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Would it be like? I guess we can talk about it in the spoiler section.
0: (laughs) A little kitten that wakes up and. well, first he is about to call for Jory, but um, <laughs> he remembers that uh, uh, a sad thing happened, mm-hmm. and then so he asks pull for the captain of his guard, and then Al- yeah. Alan, Alan? Alan, 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 Alan walks in, and uh, <laughs> he does the full the the uh, home improvement noise,
4: huh?
0: and then. <laughs> And he tells him about how he's, like, doubled the guard and, I don't know, something. He's saying, like, you know, we'll keep your daughters safe and that kind of thing. Um, Um, And then that
2: Jamie's fled the city
0: um, and gone
2: to join his father.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then Robert and Cersei show up. And Ned's like, oh, shit, the queen's here. That's bad. (laughs) Uh, And then... Uh, they have a totally normal conversation and no domestic abuse happens.
3: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, this sucks.
1: Yeah. Like, like, Robert was a kind of like a, a, a small good streak during that ch- chapter of, of like uh, reflecting on some stuff he, he does wrong and then he becomes very bad again.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Like when he when he recognizes uh, that he's maybe not a very good king and uh i think there's the the sentence like uh, how do you fight someone if you can't hit them which is the most robot thing robert ever said i think
3: <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> and he's like like him and cersei are basically want to tell Ned the same thing that he shouldn't have like uh Catelyn shouldn't have seized uh, Tyrion and, uh, you know, he's offended the Lannisters, but, you know, Cersei wants to bring it up, then Robert says, quiet woman, uh, and yeah. then he brings up the same point again.
0: Yeah, so Robert, basically, he... Typical, like, uh, conflict-averse, uh, you know, he's... all he wants is that for them to, like, make their peace and just drop it all, and and for things to go back to the normal days, like... Which is a, a
1: good goal, like, to try to salvage what is salvageable about the situation, but he's... Yeah, in the end, he just escalates it more.
0: He's not addressing any root problem. He could have been like, oh, I've sent a rider to the Erie to, like, uh, demand that they bring Tyrion here and we'll hold a trial here and, like, have this done with that way. Like, do... Do some it's actual do fucking anything, governing. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah.
1: Yeah. So that is just uh, thing, like, stop fighting. Don't, like, uh, forget everything that's happened. No, I mean, yeah. you can't just please forget all the rule. shit that happens here. <laughs> yeah. Please don't, please don't make me do any hard decisions. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no, please don't make me do policy. You're so sexy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can't they just like me as a figurehead? <laughs>
1: mm. I have, a ha- I have a hunt planned for, for tomorrow. I can't be bothered with uh, ruling the... Sure, I got a good golfing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <God> damn.
3: <laughs> got him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ned tells Robert that he... Uh, he looked at his daughter.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Robert's Lara. just like... Uh, what a she had, doesn't have any sense. I thought she had more sense than that or something. And Ned's like, uh, she's fucking fifteen or sixteen or something, oh. and a sex worker. And you thought she would have sense? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, she's in love with you, like. Mm-hmm. And Rapper's just like, I don't want to think about that. And <laughs> he he doesn't rub it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Cersei kind of. Gets more and more pissed, and she's saying, like, you know, these men, Ned killed some of my men, and, like, uh, he drove my one brother out and took the other hostage, and you should make punish Ned or something. And whenever Robert doesn't want to do it, she's like, she does the, like, uh, I'm, I should have been the man thing, because, uh, she, Equates, uh, being a man with, uh, being violent and, uh, and very active and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Cersei yeah. says epic feminism. Yeah. Cersei
3: says Taylor Swift, the man, that song that she did.
0: She says, uh, Billie Eilish, on the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robert slaps her, uh, and she's, yeah. like, knocked to the floor. hmm and, uh
2: yeah, it
0: sucks. Yeah, but, no, it's bad. Yeah, and then she says, like, I'll wear this as a badge of honor. And he says, like, shut the fuck up or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do it again because I'm badass or something. I don't know. And
1: uh it's, it's definitely not the first time he's done this. Like, just judging by Cersei's, like, very cool quote-unquote yeah. yeah, quote reaction or, like, a snappy reaction to that. It's certainly not the first time he hit her
2: yeah
0: yeah i don't it doesn't happen often but i mean it's not Mm -hmm. like that's the only it's not the only form of abuse that's going Mm -hmm. on here and anyway yeah it's
4: yeah
0: it sucks and uh you know he after he's done this he like you know gets one of his king's guard to escort her out and then he feels like ashamed and ned Mm -hmm. says that he saw something in robert's eyes that was like scared and small um and uh, and he says, like, I shouldn't have done that. And that's, like, not what a king is like. But he doesn't actually go anywhere with that thought. <laughs> like <No. laughs> Yeah. Uh,
1: and he says that Rhaegar won because, like, he's, he's dead and uh, they sing songs about him. And uh, he's kind of stuck here and having, having to rule the kingdom. Oh, poor me.
4: hmm
3: yeah, he yeah. says he has Liana now, and yeah. I have her. What you <laughs> mm. Great.
0: He also says something. Uh, you see what she does to me, Ned. Yeah, like uh-huh. it's her fault. a <laughs> speech. She makes. Yeah. she makes What's me
1: the... do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the whole conversation, Look what you he. I me
2: do I don't think he ever refers to her by her name. He's always calls her like women, Yeah. Or just doesn't refer her to.
3: Yeah, that's as true. Anything.
0: That's a Woman, good point. Why?
3: her but like he, written in like italics
2: yeah he like barely sees her as an individual i think mostly she's just an annoyance
0: yeah and yeah, he drinks a bunch of wine <laughs> yeah always
3: yeah he drinks wine and he mm. doesn't know things <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. uh- <laughs> So then he's like uh Ned's like, We need a talk and he's like, uh oh, nah, I'm gonna go hunting. You can we'll whatever talk you want to when say. I come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And Ned says if the gods are good I shouldn't, I wouldn't I won't be here whenever you get back. Uh <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> and he's like uh uh, yeah, he said, I quit, and you like commanded me to leave. And he's like, Actually, no, I forbid you to leave now. And put the hand pin on, or else I'll put it on Jamie Lannister. He, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Which are both, I think, terrible options in this situation. <laughs> like, uh,
3: there is. In a situation obviously where Jamie is conflict. literally not physically yeah. close to even accept it.
1: Yeah, he just. Can't, like, give any of the two sides that he just tried to to somehow reconcile with each other so much power suddenly. Like, that's just... Even if Ned is a very reasonable person most of the time, but uh, he, he should have found someone who is somewhat neutral, I think, in that situation. Like, little finger. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Littlefinger.
2: Littlefinger would be a great choice.
3: Yeah. Stay I understand this could have been a good hand, but like it's too late for that. Yeah. Right now Now he's just, like doing things in secret, mm. nobody knows what or who he's meeting. Mm. But you know.
1: It's yeah. just net too net too much job for me again, please.
0: Yeah, he, well, I mean, he's like, Ned asks him, like, why do you want me to use your hand if you don't, you don't even fucking listen to me? And Robert's like, well, somebody has to rule. And it's like, mm-hmm. alright, well, anytime I try to do something, you're like, uh, no, we can't, we need to kill children, actually, so, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Robert, like, wants to have it both ways, but he doesn't want to actually deal with the problems of getting there. I mean yeah. I guess we
1: we'll talk about the dream again in the spoiler section. Otherwise mm.
0: uh, Ooh, we'll talk about it. Alright, so next we have Catelyn.
1: Yeah. Back to Tyrion basically. So all the all the Vale Lords are uh uh pre-gaming before the picky went With like uh wine wine and snacks and everyone's
3: before we get to the uh the actual trial by combat, I just wanna say like I I found a new favorite character. It's Sir this egg and I'm so excited for all the good times we're going to have with him. <laughs> I think it's really going to fill the hole that yeah. uh, Jory Kessel left in my heart.
4: Yeah, I think so.
3: I mean, he has, yeah, he has uh, a super
1: great armor and he's is a, is a knight, so there's no way he could lose this fight. Mm. Yeah. i
4: yeah.
2: have love to see really brave knights in the series. Mm. Um, big fan.
1: The- the brave knights always win in the fantasy series. So
2: yeah,
3: yeah, he volunteered <laughs> to fight against a dwarf. What's well, not to like?
0: <laughs> he was actually the one guy who was like, uh, actually, I don't wanna... really want to fight a dwarf because that's not honorable. Mm. Oh right, so <laughs> it was everyone get... else. Yeah, yeah, he gets some props for that. But so yeah. he's a
2: good guy, and I can't wait to see what he does next.
0: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> following uh, his career closely.
0: yeah so all the lords of the Vale are having a tailgating party Mm -hmm. um and uh catelyn is uh she's like getting ready first it gets like first she's um you know getting dressed and stuff and she is saying like she wants to get to Lysa before um everything starts to see if she is like one last try at convincing her to not be an idiot and Mm -hmm. uh she's talking about how like None of the results of this will be good because, um, you know, it's not really like proving anything. It's I, I don't know, like uh, any any result from this combat would uh, not really be that good. Um, that, that's
1: what that's what I meant when I when I said in the in the chapter before that nobody seems to really buy into the idea that the trial by combat.
0: Brings yeah. out the right. real
1: truth about who is who is innocent or or, or not because yeah. uh, if if Tyrion were to f- be found guilty and die, the Lannisters will still think he was set up and will seek revenge and that it wasn't a fair trial. Yeah, so right, <laughs> it's 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 a weird bit of of like uh, tradition that uh, people buy into just because it's tradition. It seems.
3: Yeah, because they can see a fight.
1: Yeah, True. they like to see people fight, or maybe, maybe the the nobles like to have the the option of maybe uh, paying a very good uh, champion to get uh, out of stuff.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Then, like, if you're in the noble class, then you're yeah. more likely to get a not guilty verdict mm-hmm. because you can afford yep. better knights
3: or better yep. people. I'm also like, mm-hmm. side note, this is not, not really a spoiler, but like, yeah, I really enjoy how in uh, Duncan, Egg, like, George was like, oh, you like Trial by Combat? Check this cool. one out. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: seven against seven. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good story. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and a lot of
0: people die. A lot of yeah, good it, people
3: kinda... die in it. Uh, but there's yeah. good people on both sides.
4: Actually, in that <laughs> case, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, we'll get to that connect maybe in uh, one and a half years or so.
0: What else happens? So she like she goes to Lysa, She's like, "Hey, this is a dumb fucking move." Well, first she uh, meets Brendan, who's like walking out, and he already tried this. But uh, yeah, she tell he tells Catelyn like, um, "Yeah." Good luck trying to convince her. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna like go back to River Run. I've quit uh, being like in service to Lysa because I uh, River Run's in danger, and I want to go there. I'm still a Tully. And Callan says like, "Oh, come with us because it's a safer way, and we'll give you the swords you want to bring because we'll go through Winterfell." And he says, "Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll like wait for you at the bottom of the mountain." Um. And enjoy the show, I guess. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Kellen walks in, and like, everybody's pre gaming. They're all mm. knocking some uh, hors d'oeuvres back, mm. and so
2: this, so this is like orange wine. That sounds pretty good.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm. orange wine. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a, a nice deep cut for uh, people who listen to. Shriek cast, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> but I couldn't go
3: off of it or build on it, so I just let it hang.
0: <laughs> Please laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, like, Kalen's a little bit late. Uh, Lysa's already surrounded by all her suitors, and she's, like, trying to have a, a word with Lysa, but all the men are like, um, actually, it's good, and, uh... Where they're like mansplaining combat to her and that kind of stuff and like, uh, yeah, uh, Lysa doesn't listen and basically, uh, just walks off and avoids the conversation. And, uh, then, then a fight happens. And then, well, first, uh, they say some prayers and they have a little crystal mm-hmm. The, like Septon holds up uh, a little crystal and then they fight. And
1: that makes a fight to the death good.
0: Yeah. Mhm.
2: If it's got a crystal, then it's legit.
0: So they're they're in the like God's Wood, which is basically just a garden because they couldn't get any like trees or uh, they definitely couldn't get a weirwood. I don't know if there's other trees, but it's basically like a little garden. They couldn't get that other stuff to grow. Um, and they've yeah, you know, all the lords have like a sweet balcony to chill on to watch uh, the fight over. Oh, there's
2: there's an there's an interesting conversation where um,
0: they're oh, yeah. talking about
2: where they were going to foster uh, Robert and yeah,
0: the Maester. What's his name?
2: Coleman. Coleman. Coleman says that they were going to send him to Dragonstone, and Catelyn's <laughs> like, "No, it was Castle Rock," and they don't really they can't figure it out. But they contradiction contradiction. <laughs>
1: Maybe someone at court tried. to uh tried Tyrion's trick and said oh, I'm going to send him there to <laughs> one person and I'm going to send him to Dragonstone to another to find out who is telling who
3: is that like do you think there's like a book of tricks in uh, <laughs> Westeros and everyone who's like uh, wants yeah, to little like it. a famous smart ass read it and uh, is trying all the tricks on everyone
2: mm-hmm. There's just like one book called like how to be clever and they all read it and just do this. <laughs> no, same it's like it's
3: a, it's a, a
1: five-part series written by Littlefinger and it's like <laughs> the the stupid pick-up
3: artist books. It's actually called How <laughs> to Make Friends and Influence People. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Brackets at court.
3: <laughs> of rules
1: for court.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so they the two guys the two contenders they're there in the corners of the ring uh servardus egan has like a big shield and he's covered it he has full plate armor and he's using uh a fancy like i mean i'm sure it's like functional enough but um had it made it's like a ceremonial sword that Lysa had made for john aaron Mm. and uh you know, Callan is like, well, maybe it would have been better if he used his own sword, but whatever. Um, and then Brown is on the other side, and all he has is, like, a helmet and a suit, uh, or it's like a uh, a male hauberk, harber- or whatever, and a sword. And he refuses a shield. Then Robert Aaron says fight, and then they start fighting.
1: And then what is he going to win? What oh. slashing?
2: A lot of jumping around. Bronze just, like, running around in circles for a while. Yeah, they hate it.
3: Robot hates to see it because they don't (laughs) fight. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: He's like, you gotta hit him, but he's too speedy.
3: Mm. He put everything in dexterity. (laughs) (laughs) And there's, like, Catelyn, like, makes this prediction, like, even before they start to fight, Mm. that... uh, Because Liza says there's there's no way that... Liza's Mm. being classist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She says, "There's no way, like a lowborn scum, is gonna defeat my knight." And Catherine's yeah. like, oh, "I've seen him fight. He's the only <laughs> one who survived out of the people coming along, and he's also 15
0: years younger." Mm-hmm. And he's got longer reach and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: I also like that. Uh, like shortly before the fight, uh, one of the one of uh, Catherine's suitors, I think. Uh, Says that, yeah, all the all the saleswords are uh are basically cowards in the heart and something,
4: mm-hmm. in, in, yeah.
1: While seeing like the the knight being totally covered in like plate armor and a big shield, and the coward is standing there with like just a sword and his shitty armor, <laughs> yeah, like, clearly that's the coward,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> There's also the so. thing where uh, they're putting on, like, a little show with two mm. puppet warriors uh, for yeah. Robert Aaron. And, uh, you know, it's it's symbolism.
1: And they it's even, like, <laughs> bleed, bleed, uh, like, colored sawdust. That sounds yeah. amazing. I, I want to know how they engineered that.
0: I mean, this is it's just illustrating that this is a game mm. to them and that, like, you know, they ain't got any skin in this game. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But, yeah, Lysa is, like, you know, she can't even comprehend, like, she can't even start to interrogate the idea that she might lose here because, like, Uh because of her classism and because, like, um, I was talking about a little bit in the, in the, like, book chat that, um, uh, she is a lot like Sansa, like, this is kind of a similar interrogation to that, but, you know, Sansa becomes disillusioned with these ideas and, and kind of tempers them with a realism and, like, actually looks at the world around her, where Lysa is, like, she's, I mean, she's really traumatized, and she's been through a bunch of shit, and she's being manipulated and stuff, and uh, I guess that's a minor spoiler, but anyway, the she, like, just has this, like, magical thinking where she can't, like, you know, things are, have to go as planned, and and they can't go any other way and like the there's no way this like knight could lose against this like dumb dirty like common born guy and yeah, yeah. it's gonna
2: yeah no definitely
0: it's a very uh very like interesting uh kind of study into the like
2: so she's just she's pretty disconnected from reality she can't no.
0: Yeah, there's a part in the fight, she's watching, and, like, even the other dudes who were overconfident about Vardis Egan are, like, worried, and, but she doesn't, she doesn't see it, like, some of that's, like, her, you know, lack of knowledge about, you know, martial arts or whatever, but... She's like Vardis is like being pushed back and he's bleeding and stuff and she's like I'm getting bored like kill him already mm. I'm, finish it Vardis and it's like mm. bruh like <laughs> he's yeah, losing. Stop playing around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like
3: here's how Vardis can still win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there yeah there's another line that like makes me feel for Vardis because it says like. Uh, he found some like strength somewhere at the sound of her voice because like at the one at the moment she said it he was on his back foot and kind of stumbling mm-hmm. back. But as soon as she said it, he was like, "I gotta, you know, I gotta like uh, follow the orders or whatever." Like mm. you know, it, it's pretty valiant. You know, he mm-hmm. he like yeah. one second he's like losing pretty hard, and the next mm-hmm. second he like tries to throw one last like bull rush in.
1: I mean, he might also feel that uh, like he's wounded and he has to go into the offense now.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. Like his once, last once
1: last ditch effort to to yeah. turn it around yeah. because he's, he's feeling getting weaker and uh, he can't uh, like. Well, they uh, well
2: they're, while they're fighting. Defensive anymore. Yeah, while they're fighting, Kat has a fun flashback to another mm.
4: duel. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, when Littlefinger decided to fight Brandon for her, for her <sighs> hand.
0: Mm. Hey, just uh, a quick second. Like, um, how many flashbacks and like dreams and stuff have we had <laughs> yeah. just in
4: in the past? <laughs> a like,
0: lot. it's really interesting choice mm. to just say, "Nah, we're not going to do that." <laughs> yeah, By the showrunners <laughs> that's,
3: that's incredible
1: almost like there is just a lot of, of lore and like uh,
4: it's previous like stuff that absolutely matters
1: to how and uh, how especially, people act and why they do certain things
2: yeah especially Littlefinger's character when this yeah. is so foundational to who he is and his plans and like everything about
0: him and they're like mm.
3: no, but do he's you a, remember how they man how this was portrayed in the show, the Brandon and Littlefinger fight. It wasn't. I think it was... It like was one, in the show. It was the... It was it one It was line the famous the... Sex, pl- uh, sex position scene. Oh, where, oh yeah. Uh, where, where they're in the fucknasium, and he tells the story <laughs> and interjects the words play with her ass in, in between. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Jesus
2: fucking Christ.
0: How could I forget? I really uh. thought it was
1: just one line that, like, he says to Ned that, uh, his his brother gave him gave him a scar or something.
3: I'm like uh, uh, eight sure percent. He that tells too, the whole yeah. story in that scene.
0: Yeah, okay. they they do have the like quick um, reference to it whenever Ned and Littlefinger first mm-hmm. meet, but and uh, he, mm-hmm. but then he tells uh, yeah. the full story to his random sex. Workers.
3: Yeah, yeah, and he also okay. injects his incel or wall cell for uh, Catelyn since then. <laughs> yeah. <which is> fun. <laughs> Uh, I just sent the oh. illustration for the Braun uh Vardis fight here in Discord. <laughs> I really want to it because um, it's pretty good. <laughs> the perspective is really fucking with me here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is like a fucking okay. fever dream like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
2: Bronze <laughs> expression it looks like the expressions the, the, are great
1: it looks like the art and like a very early magic card or something
0: oh my god Vardis yeah. is, so is like
3: holding his hands up to his head like oh. re- in a
0: really goofy way <laughs> he looks like he's being thrown into hell by like <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it doesn't look like the statues hit him yet but he's just like oh no
0: where are it's his legs Going. They're
2: not important. Unimportant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Oh my god! Look how short Bronze's arm is, and how big his hand is.
2: <laughs> he does have massive fingers. They're like spiders.
3: <laughs> and it looks like he's having the. He's wearing the Infinity Gauntlet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a double Infinity Gauntlet because it has those circles on the second knuckles too. Like.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if uh, Myron had wanted to stretch out the whole thing more they could have like had four more uh stones to collect
0: yeah um
3: but it snaps double double as well
0: this is so goofy looking
3: <laughs> this is I a good
0: segue it. though because i was gonna i don't know oh. how much you guys want to talk about like nerd shit about how um real historically accurate uh medieval fighting was. Real mm. Westeros. Mm. Um it's not even really that good a segue. So in the picture the armor is just not that accurate to real armor, but so that was my segue. But um the, like <laughs> the this George George's writing here, like it's very much uh the like conception he has of this type of fighting is like I mean it's pretty standard among, like, pop culture that, like, you know, you can, you can, whenever two men in armor are fighting with swords that they're still, like, slashing at each other and just hitting the armor and it does some damage somehow, that, like, that doesn't happen that way. Like, plate armor, you'd, like, you can hit it with a sword as much as you want and you might put some, like, bare scratches on the surface, but you're not gonna do fucking any damage to it that way. Like, the... The way that, um... Two knights would fight in plate, if they're on foot... Um... Like, plate armor actually... So, first, it, uh... It evolved as a way to... For mounted combat, because it's... Chainmail won't protect you from a lance, uh... Delivered by somebody on horseback. But plate armor will, because it's designed to, like... Uh divert the force and make it slide off you. Um, And even, like, a direct... It's, like, really hard to punch a lance through a plate, like, breastplate. Like, Mm. you can't do it. Uh, You you have to have it, like, braced against something and deliver a fuck ton of force through the lance. Um, And so... And they're even designed to, like, uh, make the lance glance away. So anyway, but Chainmail, before Mounted horseback that like uh style of fighting became so prevalent chainmail is basically all people wore uh, along with a big helmet because it's really good against swords it doesn't it's like really good armor the only way you can get through it with a sword is if you have like um most most long swords have like really tapered points and you have to stab and you have to get a lot of force in that into that stab to break apart a link of chainmail and get your sword in mm. there. It takes a lot of force, and main, the main way that that would happen is if you get your opponent onto the ground, and then you can like put your entire weight into a braced uh, target. Because if if you
2: hit them, if you hit them in chainmail, could you like crush their chest or something? If you like hit across it,
0: not with a sword. So uh, mm. you could do that with a warhammer or an axe, maybe, but with a mm. sword, swords are. They weighed about the same as a Warhammer or a War Axe, but uh, the weight is distributed evenly yeah, across yeah. the whole thing as opposed to yeah. having, you know, five pounds at the end of a stick with all that leverage. So yeah. and the,
1: the axes and hammers were quite tiny. I mean, oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a few in, like, the the Royal Armory, in I think it's, it's Leeds. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, just a fuck ton of weapons from all around the world. That yeah. The British stole when they were <laughs> building their <Yeah>. empire, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And yeah, like the the warhammer, the, you always imagine like in the in the like in video games there are these huge like uh, <laughs> metal yeah. balls at the end of a stick that you would could barely lift, and it nah. was just like a, yeah, a small, small a small it? ball of like one less than a kilogram maybe at the at the end of the stick, but it's uh, with the leverage it it makes a lot of force so that's that's enough and if you yeah and you would you would aim for the head usually with with a with a mace or something so yeah that uh, it would be enough force to to <laughs> wound someone
3: i like the way fire emblem handles this because uh you, you can you can't do any damage against enemies that are like in plated armor with like swords or Access, uh, you have to use black magic just like in real life. <laughs> right. yeah. Listen,
2: if you hit armor enough, the little bar goes down and then you can get them. It's
0: fine. <laughs> and Brown uses black magic here by pushing a statue onto him. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's pretty good. It's a pretty good strategy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, chainmail, like, it's really good armor. Um,. Plate armor, really good armor, you're not going to get... So the way people would fight is um, if they're on foot in plate armor is like they basically wrestle and they hold their sword with two hands, like one hand is halfway up the blade and that way you can aim for like the eye slit or an armpit a lot easier and you'd basically be wrestling like that and, like, trying to get an opening or get your opponent onto the ground. And then once they're on the ground, it's a lot easier to, like, just pin them, pull your dagger out, and then put a knife into the gap in the armor. Um, mm. If Braun was unarmored completely here, he'd still have a chance because people, like, they would hold their sword on the, <laughs> the opposite way and just hit people, like, use it as, like, a makeshift hammer, warhammer, and use the hilt as the end. <laughs> So, like... okay. Yeah, there's a way you... You don't even really need gloves to do this. There's a way that you can grip the blade so that it doesn't cut you, even whenever you hit with a lot of force. Because I you're, like... to do
3: that in Dark Souls? Why, why doesn't Dark Souls let me do that?
0: It would be <laughs> sick, dude. But, the, I mean, it would be I mean, so hard to design a combat system like this because it'd basically be, like... It would have to be, like, more accurate than a wrestling game, but also there's yeah. swords in there. Like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, this fight does remind me of a Dark Souls
0: um, yeah. fight,
2: just because he's running around in circles until he gets tired, mm. which is how I would play a uh, Dark Souls um, yeah. against a boss.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing, is that plate armor, you'd get, you'd definitely get tired wearing it, but it's not as heavy yeah. as everybody thinks. It's like 30, 40 pounds. Um, mm. Even chainmail, uh, a full like hauberk that he'd be wearing... Probably around 30, 40 pounds because most of the chainmail you see today is like way thicker and it's only, um, butted rings, which means like you have a coil of wire and you just cut it down and then you bend, you interlock the rings and then you just bend them and into place. There's no like mm. way of securing it. But with like accurate chainmail to the period was made with four solid rings. Or no, wait. One solid ring and then four other rings uh, around it that were riveted closed. And mm. the way you, the reason you could do, or it would be way lighter because you can make the rings thinner and they're still stronger because they're riveted closed. Uh, so it's yeah. That may be
2: true, but in this case, Vardis is very tired.
0: Yeah, Vardis is. And... <laughs> he's like 45 i guess hmm.
2: yeah he's like getting pretty old he's he's old for for a song of ice and fire Sans would be like look at this ancient man <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah
0: um
2: and yeah and a, a statue falls on
0: him and he does get a statue um, pushed onto him yeah. which is kind of funny he,
1: he probably also hasn't uh like fought seriously for maybe a few years other than yeah. sparring or like a casual tourney maybe i mean I, I think in the in the uh in the tourney chapter the uh, fighting in the melee is more something in, in the melee is more something for the uh yeah uh crazier people, people. <laughs>
4: yeah so like well even, i mean
1: even even at turn uh fighting in in plate and your sword is probably not something that uh that, uh,
0: I mean, he's yeah. still a knight. an older, this is sophisticated
1: like, knight, would too. Yeah.
0: Well, they're not so like he's just a the knights Like they were the warrior class. Like they yeah. spent their entire you know every day they had uh, training. Like their entire life was about fighting. Um, so th- I, I don't know. He should be in shape. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but when he's I was... old,
2: and Bronn is cunning.
0: Right. Um,
2: (laughs) pretends to be hurt but isn't
0: yeah Uh, and there's a part where it says like he crunched through like the thinner elbow armor that you would not be able to do that with a sword at all Um, but you would be able to like stab into the elbow part and like you know that's like you know that's one weak point but you still have to get it through chainmail but anyway Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah but he
2: stabs him and he's dead.
0: He's yeah, dead. he does stab him so. through the gap in the c- shoulder or something, I forget. But, yeah. It's in the armpit, it says. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, this chapter gives me nerd rage because it's still <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, the dragons aren't either, but...
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, I get it. Well, the dragon... <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> it's fantasy books, so, like... Right. Most people won't care. This important? Is, this is I mean, the way is fights are words. described in most books.
0: I guess. There's a there's a reason I called it nerd rage. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it just reminded me of when when we were talking about how uh, old this was. It just reminded me of the back when I was still watching WWE, and uh, there was a WrestleMania match where Roman Reigns was wrestling the undertaker and it was supposed to be his retirement like the undertaker is still not retired for for some reason but it was just sad to watch because he was like he's had like two hip replacements at that point so uh, he's like
1: over 60 right yeah
3: like, uh, roman reigns was like be, you could like see how he was really careful that he didn't make him do any moves that would uh I don't know. Make him use his like knees or hips or
0: whatever. Jeez. Um, all right. Do we have any uh, last thoughts about this chapter? Uh, Brown wins, and they go away.
2: Yeah. Well, Lisa, Lisa has to um, accept that he's innocent, at oh. least nominally. Hmm. Um. But they throw him out onto the roads, and he has no guards or anything. So he's like at the mercy of
0: the um. Yeah. What are they called? well they cool. Well we'll talk about it whenever we get there. The people. You know, the
2: I... bad people in
0: the veil. And poor I'm... sweet
3: Robin doesn't see uh doesn't see him fly.
4: Yeah
0: <laughs> Oh and he gives his uh he gives his gold uh to Mord or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And oh, then yeah. he says P- uh,
3: he says to Liza, I presume this house everyone remembers its own words, as high as honor and everyone says nice. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: yeah. I got it. Um
0: so chapter, for the I for
3: the next s- chapter I, I usually do like related products at the end of chapters, but for the next chapter there's a there's a product that's uh, recommended to me which is a children's movie called Snowtime with an exclamation mark. And oh. I was 'cause that that's, time
2: like Snowtime.
3: Yeah, that's exactly how I feel every time we get to a John chapter. <laughs> so yeah, it's Snowtime time. Yeah.
1: Just uh, the previous chapter, um, again, if anyone would buy into the, the concept of trial by combat, uh, everyone who saw that should be totally convinced that Tyrion is uh, is innocent. Because the fact that like the sellsword beat um, a, a trained knight in full armor should be uh, a total sign of the gods that uh, they favored Tyrion's champion, right? Mm. okay
3: but if, if they you saw the how concept. braun fought <laughs> like they they saw the fight right they saw that yeah. braun was just running around until uh vardis was tied down so i don't know it was it wasn't wasn't like a godly act you, i guess
1: you could uh, you could say that uh he was kind of cheating but yeah <laughs> but the, <laughs> The gods didn't give him strength, but he kind of cheated in the fight. But either say, "Oh, yeah, it was the gods that made it, made it uh, go my way," or I think uh, it's
0: like another thing is that they don't conceive of like uh, of it in the same way. Like we 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 think of like an act of God as like you know something kind of distinct from just like everyday events. Yeah, specific. Like, like so. They're saying, like, we're putting it into the hands of God is kind of, like, th- more similar to me saying putting it into the hands of fate. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'd say it's more like, um yeah, different sort of religion where they see everything on a day-to-day level as just being constantly controlled by a sort of godly influence and things just happen according to that.
3: Yeah.
1: I wonder I wonder if it m- would have made a difference if they had to the trial at Winterfell because... Uh, the the trial of combat seems to be a, a faith of the seven thing mostly. So it, uh, uh, yeah, it is. They could have been clever and said, "Well, you're in Winterfell. We hold to the old gods here, so you don't get a trial of combat."
0: The trial of combat is we put you in front of a heart tree and slit your throat. Right, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm Judge Judy slapping my watch right you, now because we're an hour you and, have and have a half Yeah, so it's snow time now. Um, yeah, it's snow time. John, uh, they get told that they're all graduating, uh, except for Sam. Uh, everyone's having, happy about it, except John is kind of worried about Sam. Um, he goes on a nice night ride, uh, and he's, like, looking down the King's Road, and he's saying, like, I haven't taken the vows yet. I could just go and see the whole world, And but, um, you know... I don't have any place anywhere and these are my brothers and he goes back home. And then he is still thinking about Sam and he's like wondering what to do and he wants to protect him and he comes up with an idea to go to Maester Eamon and try to convince him to talk to Gior, to talk to Alistair, to graduate Sam. And it's a really good conversation. So what happens here? I mean, that's... First crazy. we get
1: Chet. <laughs> yeah. First we, we, we meet Chet.
0: Chet. We meet Chet. Finally. Hey, Chet. We lost
1: we lost chicken, but we get Chet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's also another guy that serves me as named Clydes. I like that name. Mm. Clydes. It's, it's like making Clyde even like nerdier. Mm. It's good. <laughs>
2: it's feels feels like Greek. Feels sort of Greek to
0: me. Yeah,
3: it's Clytus. like Clytus, yeah. Mm. I Clytus.
2: <laughs> yes uh, Yeah. Um, here John has a conversation with Master Eamon where he's like my maester was like my chain is made of many links that have different purposes and they're all important even though you might think just the fighting ones are important actually they're all important and the watch is the same and Sam should be able to become a steward
3: cause yeah and then it. he's like uh Look, you're blind, and look at these fools serving you. who Also can't read. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good to have someone with eyes who can read? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
2: they're like mm, you make good points.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, those
1: are pretty obvious points. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not a good look for the for the night's watch. Yeah. And, uh, like John has to has to even make this point. I mean, they uh, they get a lot of of. Yeah, they just yeah. get whatever they can get in in terms of uh, personnel. So like, they should be able to to find a purpose for for every man they get, even if yeah. I mean, Sam certainly isn't the first one who gets there and has absolutely no talent for fighting.
2: Yeah, John walks in like um, a new manager in yeah. a workplace, and it's like, I'm here to shake things up. Have you considered yeah. someone who can read? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you considered
1: um, reading? Yeah.
2: She <laughs> considered the concept of words and writing the words mm. and then reading the words. And everyone's like, damn, didn't think of that.
0: I just love... Well, I like Maester Eamon's, like, thing here. So, John First, he's saying, like, "Your your His first, like, line of argument is, like, you're sworn to protect the... Or, like, to heal the sick or and the wounded and stuff. And if you don't do anything right now, my friend will be wounded because... Uh, yeah he'll be just, like, beaten to death in the in the courtyard, like, practicing swords. And, hmm. uh, he, and Mr. Eamon's like, well, it's not my place to be able to graduate people. That's up to Alistair, and, um, uh, Chet chimes in, and he, he's like, yeah, this kid sucks, and if he, he, what you say is true, he's, like, a craven, and he, uh... We should just leave him where he is. Like, Maester Raymond asks Chet first, like, what would you do? And Chet's like, leave him where he is. And we'll either kill him or make him into a man and whatever. So
2: stupid Chet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's another thing. So it says, I think he says, as the gods will. So this is, like, another thing that's kind of to that point that, like, they just see, like, the gods as, like, kind of how we see fate. Um. And uh, John says, That's stupid. <laughs> like, and I love that moment. Mm-hmm.
3: John says, God doesn't, you really
0: <laughs> He says, We can choose our own future. Uh, <laughs> he says, Break the wheel. Yeah. Uh, so then he comes up with a new tack where he's uh, saying, You know, Mr. Lewin taught me about his chain, and we already talked about that. So, yeah, Mr. Eamon's like, all right, you had a a good teacher, or, like, he taught you well, and I'm going to go take a nap now, and I'll think about (laughs) it.
3: (laughs) I love the way Eamon, like, challenges John by asking, like, what talents Sam has, and the ones he asks is, Is your friend a hunter? And John says, No. <laughs> can he plow a field? Can he drive a wagon or sail a ship? Could he butcher a cow? Like normal night's watch things. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. he's like, Well, no, actually, none of those. But. I
3: was like, <laughs> Can he drive a
1: wagon? I mean, <laughs> who honestly? Probably. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that. He he could learn, I think. I mean...
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, he, he could also learn to plow gets... a
1: field, possibly.
3: But how are there fields at the Night's Watch when winter is coming? What What is there to be plowed? <laughs> <laughs> no
0: comment. Well, this is actually, like, an interesting point, because there's way... There's not enough, like, Night's Watchmen... Like, the ratios of, like, support class people like the builders and the stewards is two to one to the like warriors wow. and that's yeah,
4: like
0: that's like woefully inadequate if you look at um pretty much any like military structure you need like yeah almost 10 to 1 for support staff to the person mm-hmm. who's fighting um just as far as like providing all those resources so
2: and they keep losing ranges, so they must be just bleeding men at the moment, like I guess that's why they're being promoted, isn't it, because they have so few people,
0: yeah, so you think they'd be
2: trying to get as many as possible, even if they can't fight,
0: yeah, yeah, and that's another point that John brings up is like why would you just kill him for no reason? like he <laughs> can be useful, it's just like you need to widen your pre- like your definition of what useful is and you know, we need
2: it's it's masculinity.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's also
3: think- like funny how uh they're like immediately they're like, Ooh John, you're gonna be the next first ranger and Pip is gonna be a ranger too, and Gran is gonna be a ranger too. We're all gonna be rangers and nobody's like I wanna be a builder. I
0: <laughs> I think we get that in the next chapter where like I don't remember their names, but the the one guy is like from a quarry, or used to work in a quarry, and he becomes a builder. And like, yeah. I think Pip becomes a steward, doesn't he? Gren becomes a ranger. Mm, yeah, well, honestly, becomes a steward.
1: honestly, ranger would be the last thing I, I would want <laughs> to be. <laughs> in, right? In the, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it's the prestige thing that the rangers have a higher standing within the. But the if you're at the, the Night's, Night's watch. watch, but also like. They ride out and have to sleep somewhere north of the wall for a few weeks. Yeah. In, like makeshift camp. And as a builder at least you like you have your, your nine to five job maybe <laughs> and, I mean it's masculine, it's they want to be stewards.
2: Yeah. Stewards are like effeminate, so
0: they wanna yeah, be
3: fighting true. men. Yeah. yeah sure. How are they uh what was I gonna say? How are they worried about prestige when they're already at the Night's Watch, <laughs> which is it. like one of the least prestigious places to be in yeah. the Seven Kingdoms?
2: Well, you know, you wanna be king of the of the mice, yeah. you know?
4: <laughs> 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 I
2: guess you get what I'm, saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say it again then like uh, the the uh drum and, and sound like the the, the Captains of the of the knights. It should be pretty thrilled just to have a, a recruiter who can like read and do math and stuff like that, like who yeah, has yeah. a proper education yeah, it's like fucked up that. I don't think that should that. be really, really valuable and they they should recognise that he has he has uh, good youth. Maybe it's because they got so many knights when uh, through Robert's Rebellion. That they, I don't know, I mean,
0: they definitely, that, like, don't really? have a very, yeah. they don't have, like, a very hands-on, like, they just put him with Alistair, and Alistair's, like, a dick, but they don't, yeah. like, like, Jor knows about Jon Snow because he, like, is getting letters from Winterfell and stuff like that, like, <laughs> he doesn't know about any of the other kids, like, very uh, intimately, you know?
2: Yeah, they don't, like, discuss their skills or anything, really.
1: I mean, I think in the in the chapter was it when when Tyrion is is uh, dining with the with the Night's Watch uh, leaders that they they even complain that they have too too few yeah. men who can read and write, so
0: right yeah well it's, yeah, yeah. And I, well it's also like so I did say that, that they're hands off but it is kind of like mm. this weird dichotomy between like not being being like hands off but also they. The recruits are sent to like go help uh, at a bunch of different jobs. And then those people who are like, you know, put over them to like, I guess they talk with uh, who. We don't really get like a kind of structural view of like how they do this. I guess it's just like, I don't know, some like com- they have like a town hall or some shit. I don't know yeah. uh, where they talk about this. Cause like somebody. You know, the people that they're doing these jobs for are like, oh, he was good at that, and, like, then they tell somebody, and then those people tell somebody, and they tell Gior, I guess? Or maybe oh. Gior, Gior doesn't yeah. even really come into the, the uh, decision yeah. at all for where people I are guess placed.
2: He's, he's probably... I mean, isn't he... I mean, it's spoilers, I guess, but I feel like he's instrumental in maybe some specific... Choices, yeah, yeah. Most of them not,
1: for sure. Also, they and I even. I mean, how many the, people are at Castle Black currently? Isn't it like a hundred, two hundred, or something like that? I mean, uh it's about. I think he should. Uh, three, he should
0: three hundred ish. I think, if I'm remembering. I maybe. guess
1: he he should like at least know a little bit about every new recruit that comes in.
0: It's more like five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. He should
2: like Ned be, you know, talking mm. to everyone, trying to get
0: yeah.
2: get all the information he can. I guess mm. sitting down with his men.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, we don't get like a huge window into it, um, yeah. but I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm confused about like how how they make these decisions and like how they discuss them and what the what the channels yeah. are. I, I'd imagine it's like they just have meetings where like. They're like, "Oh yeah, that that recruit, he was put he came to they gave him to me to like crush rocks to put onto the wall. He was really good at it." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that's how they decide. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I I guess maybe another thing is like there's a base test of like if you can uh hold a sword and like staying mm. and like it's like passing basic for the military like mm. if you have bad knees then you're just uh put out, you know you're uh sent away but yeah i don't yeah.
1: know <laughs> i mean i i was i was uh working at uh, at the uh recruitment station when i was doing my uh my mandatory basic training and i can tell you like the military is really excited if people with like Good great show up. <laughs> so uh, like, I can't uh,
3: believe we have to <laughs> hand it to uh the fucking Austrian military. Do yeah, we the, the, <laughs> 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 the, the mighty mighty Austrian military, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's in time.
3: Uh I guess uh quick content warning for uh rape, child sex abuse in this one. This, Yes, this yeah. this sucks a lot.
2: <laughs> it's bad parenting.
0: It's really bad. Um, yeah. So, all right, Tyrion and Bronn, they're they're shoved out of the mo- the the bloody gate by Lynn Corbray, who says, uh, "Fuck off and never come back." And they're like, "Okay." So, they uh, they're going along and they are discussing how they'll get through, and Bronn says, like, we should only travel at night, and um, try to sneak past all the Vale uh, mountain clansmen, and Tyrion's like, uh, that's not gonna work, they, like, probably already know we're here, uh, I'm just gonna start a fire, and Guy haven't, he, like, doesn't divulge his plan, but is like, well, you have a plan? And he's like, yep, kind of, I'm gonna do the same thing I did just a minute ago, and Hope my hot streak is going strong, <laughs> because like, <laughs> they talk about like, Bran says like, how would he? How did he you know that I would uh, that I would do that? And he's like, um, I didn't, but like, I counted on you to know that I have gold and I would pay you more than the Starks, <laughs> and that like, Catelyn doesn't look for your type of, you're you're like a scumbag who only does anything for money, and they look for people that are like gonna basically become part of their family and like do all of those things for honor instead of money.
3: Uh, Quick shout out at this point to uh, what I think is the last chicken mansion in uh in the Song of <laughs> Ice unless he's like <laughs> comes back in uh, a dream of spring or something. Yeah. We got a
1: chicken flashback basically.
3: <laughs> yeah. We learn more about uh, his and bronze uh, deep, relationship. Uh,
0: I really want like just a fucking western style story of like
3: <laughs> with and Chicken.
0: These two assholes like going across <laughs> Westeros, like just getting it would into be trouble. so
3: good. When, uh when George is done with the mm. the regular books end with Duncan Egg and I guess Fire and Blood Part two he can start Braun and Chicken. <laughs>
0: I think maybe, and Chicken maybe th- should comes first. I don't oh,
1: care maybe, about uh, the <laughs> Maybe I a chat in there too.
0: I don't know. oh well, chat.
1: Chicken, uh, chat, and brawn.
0: That would Chet give us a good, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Chicken, I guess, yeah. is the good. Yes. <laughs> Do we know that? Chat is the bad chicken? and
3: brawn the ugly, or.
0: Yeah. No, no. Chat's ugly. Chat's the ugly. Uh-uh. Chet's the- I think, well, actually, I think okay. Chet is the bad. He's both. He's bad ugly.
2: They all <laughs> suck, and that's the joy.
3: I mean, it's also, like, the not to, not to hand it to uh, Sergio Leone, but it is one of my favorite movies, and it's kind of the point that uh, the good is not really good, and the bad is not much worse than the others, and uh, right, Tuco is not uglier movie. than Levi Cliff.
0: Um... He's ugly in my heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, chicken. He's Bron says like, yeah, I killed chicken, but he would have done the same for me because like he was yelling and I was bringing the the. I don't want to call them clansmen, but yeah, the mountain men who was bringing them down on us. So like, uh yeah,
3: and that's what bros do to each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's just life on the road, you know.
3: And you he like sheds you know, one single tear as he talks about chicken. Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they uh, start making a fire. Tyrion's really bad at making a fire, and Bronn's finally like, mm-hmm. "Fucking give me just stop, just stop, just <laughs> let me make it." <laughs> and then they he goes and finds a goat, and they uh, Tyrion takes care of the horses. Uh, they eat the goat and uh, then they have a totally normal conversation while they wait for the uh, mountain men to show up. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, and I hate yeah, it.
2: Yeah, it's very, very cool. Should, should I just describe it briefly?
0: I mean, if you yeah. want to take it, we we should have drawn straws or something before this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who wants yeah,
2: to? Yeah, so... <laughs> So Tyrion and Jamie are out riding and they find a woman who is running away from some men um, and Jamie rides off to go get help um, or to take them to man jail or whatever. And Tyrion and her go to a tavern and they have food and they drink and then they have the sex and... Tyrion decides he's in love with her. He's, like, 14 at this point, I think.
1: I think he's 13 and she's 14. 13. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: 13 and she's 14. So, cool. Um, and then they basically get sort of fake married by a septon. Um, and they live together as man and wife for a while uh, until Tywin finds out about it. Um, because a septon basically tells on them. And then he does some very normal dad stuff um, where he like basically gets Jamie to admit that she was a prostitute who he had hired to um, pretend to love Tyrion um, and then proves it by getting all the soldiers to sleep with her for silver coins while rape her and then makes... Tyrion go last and gives her a gold coin because he's a Lannister and he's worth more. And it's really fucked up and incredibly traumatizing for everyone involved who isn't Tywin, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, this is like... I mean, Tyrion is also being raped here, by proxy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, And... But I mean, Taisha for sure is like... We... So... Uh, Kay was uh, we we kind of talked about this about how like Tyrion doesn't uh, consider this like he doesn't give any indication here that he's considered this from her point of view and I think that that's definitely arguable and like and it, it might be even accurate but he's also telling this story in a in an extremely detached like uh Mm. non-emotional way he's not Mm. he's not even describing how he felt like he's not so this i don't i just want to like yeah
2: and i i mean it's like i definitely think as as like a child i don't think i think his understandings of like i don't know like sex workers and consent is probably not great and so no he doesn't he can't really
0: i don't know yeah Hmm. he lives in a society I mean s- spoiler
1: yeah. spoiler alert uh, kind of i guess uh, Tyrion certainly has like uh kind of the opinion that uh, sex workers can't be raped <laughs> because it's their yeah. job basically yeah. if he yeah uh, yeah
3: becomes pretty yeah, and clear I guess in one also... of his
1: later chapters
4: yeah
3: yeah it also like builds up the image in his head that the only uh people he's ever gonna have sex with are sex workers and mm. uh yeah yeah
0: that it's no one just, can really yeah. actually love him and yeah uh got it like really fucking sucks um and Tywin, like we were saying a bit ago that you know he has this dream about beating his dad up yeah. um and, and now you know why <laughs> Now you know why, and it's because Taiwan mm. is a fucking monster, and uh... he's a, he's
1: a worse dad than Randall Tarley, and that's um, is something. Is
0: he just like in the room
2: while this is all happening? Like,
3: I'm sure. Probably, he is. yeah. Oh.
2: That's so.
0: Uh... He,
3: like has to has to check if they're actually doing what he told them to do. Although yeah, I'm, I'm so guessing Taiwan's men gross. aren't hesitating.
0: This is literally yeah. like. You know whenever the like old trope of like you catch your kid uh smoking a cigarette and you make them smoke yeah. the entire pack uh right yeah. then and there like this is yeah. that but like a fucking bajillion times worse and mm. like you know even that's not helpful so God like I don't know how you can be that terrible <laughs> he sucks yeah. All right. what what's what's
1: supposed to like from from Tywin's point of view what's supposed to be the lesson here i mean it would have been enough for for like making uh making Jamie uh tell Tyrion that this was all a setup and like okay you had a, a nice two weeks like in your uh, with your fake wife and now we send her away i think that would have hurt Tyrion a lot also just to find out oh this was all fake yeah. but this is really just sadism from from tywin yeah like Definitely. what what is is what does tywin think he is teaching Tyrion here
0: i mean he's so this isn't rational by right, tywin it's yeah it has a lot to do with it like we'll talk about it when we kind of get more of the evidence for it but um he's got like a really um his character in a lot of ways is a reaction to his father who he saw as weak and was and also had these like sexual weaknesses and stuff and um and like he wants Tyrion to be like hardened against that and also mm-hmm. he wants him to like think of uh himself as superior to uh common people here because mm-hmm. he's saying like oh you're you're Better than the guards because, uh, and you're gonna give him, give her a gold piece because you're a Lannister and like we're, uh, almost like basically like a race apart. Like you can't, you can't have any kind of relationship with somebody who's lowborn, and he's teaching, he's
1: teaching him classism.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> it's really disgusting uh, mm-hmm. in in fifty yeah. different ways. Mm. Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah. um, bronze. like, I would have killed anyone. I would have killed any man who'd done that to me.
0: Yeah. I like this... um, The writing is, like, pretty good here because um, he finishes his story and then it says, after a while, the, like, scrape of his whetstone resumed. And, like, we never he never explicitly said that braun stopped moving but you just get like Mm. i don't know it's just a way a nice way of like gathering that like even braun is uh like terrified by this
1: story yeah
0: yeah he's like horrified by this and and Mm. it was like you know he was sharpening his sword the whole time and Mm. then he you know stopped and was like probably Mm. uh anyway it was just a a, like a good line that's like really clean Mm. uh, clean writing Uh, but yeah, Bron says, like, I would have killed the man that did that to me, even if I was three years old. And Tyrion says, like, well, you might get the chance to do that if you stay with me.
2: (laughs) Stick with me, kid, and you could kill Um, my father.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. (laughs) That made me think of Solaire from Dark Souls. Uh,
1: (laughs) My my spoilers didn't, uh... Didn't we? F- don't we find out that Bron actually killed his father,
0: his own father? Or was, uh, I don't or was,
1: was that a show invention or something?
0: I have I rec- no idea.
1: Well I'm imagining that totally.
0: It could have been a, some a line in the show. I don't remember. Yeah, but I don't think that happens. In well, the maybe, books. maybe,
1: maybe we find out. Yeah, I don't remember mm-hmm. it. Maybe, yeah. I I, I guess I we we find out whether it's there or not.
3: Uh, I don't know, I'm looking at Braun's, uh wiki page and uh, searching it through Father and it doesn't give me anything.
0: Uh, so yeah, they, they, they finish telling the story, Ertanian does, and then they're like remarking about how it's taken a while for the Mountain Men to show up mm-hmm. and that uh, if uh, Bronze, like, if I were them or I forget which one of them said this, but they're so like if I were them, like uh, I would be like weirded out by just these two people being so open and, like, I would be fearing a trap. But, um, eventually, the, uh, Tyrion, like, gets a nap and, but he's woken up and there's a bunch of, uh, shadows moving in on them. And, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Tyrion, like, calls out to them and says, like, hey, you want some, we want to eat some goat? It's pretty tasty. And they're like... (laughs) Yeah, it's our, our goat. goat. <laughs> you stole our goat. Uh,
2: we meet Shagger, son of Dolph, which is an incredibly funny yeah. name.
0: There's a lot of good names here. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. what a
2: Cockney man Shaga. would call his mate at the pub. He'd be like, alright, Shagger. Right. Um, <laughs>
0: Oi, mate.
3: <laughs> mm? Oi, mate, did we Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just some funny, funny slang.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also get Gunther, son of Gurn. Gunther. Mm, so Gunther. 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 Con. Uh, Con, son Sh- of Korat. Yeah.
2: Con and Torek and Jagat.
0: Jagat. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a lot of,
1: of men with funny names, yeah, and they are...
0: Well, first, yeah, they're creeping in... Uh, one of their wives is standing there with uh, her baby bump in and in a list of uh, wacky names to pick for the baby, and uh, <laughs> but they're saying like, uh, you know, this is our mountain, this is our, give us those, those are our horses, those a that's our goat, and like, what are you gonna trade for your lives? And like, we're gonna kill you or something, and uh, he's like first Tyrion kind of shames them by like saying like hey like i might be half a man but like you guys are cowards because uh you don't fight the knights of the Vale, and you're like hiding up in the mountains and they're like and he uh, he also makes a joke it's a pretty good joke but <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh <laughs> They ask him how he'd like to die, and he says, like, at the age of eighty, in my own bed, with like a maiden's mouth around my dick and a belly full of wine and all that stuff. (laughs) Like, it's kind of funny, except for the maiden part. Like, yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah. So they're like,
1: it's it's Tyrion funny moments.
0: It's pretty funny. Gotta hand it to him here, I guess. (laughs) Uh. So Tyrion says like, uh, he tries to offer them gold and they're like, fuck gold. I, I don't give a shit about gold. Uh, and Tyrion's like, uh, where'd you get all those weapons? The toilet store? And then, uh, my, my father has, uh, smiths that, uh, poop out better than that. <laughs> and they're like, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> and he's like, and they're like, well, will you give us some of that poop? And he's like, I'll give you even better than poop. I'll give you the whole Vale of Aaron. And they're like, Oof.
3: Nice. And we don't know what they say because that's where the chapter ends.
0: Yeah. Mm. They said no. And yeah, it would they be they funny if him. the next
3: chapter started with uh, they fucking murder too <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. well, That
2: was the last anyone ever saw of Tyrion Lannister. <laughs>
3: That would be really funny. Like he gets
1: out of the of the tribal combat and then just gets killed by some some <laughs> random mountain man on the on the road path.
3: That's how it that's how it goes sometimes.
1: Yeah. Also, he just he just had to get a, a few insults to get them against them in there again. <laughs> just, just
2: just just to poke them a
1: little. Like, uh, yeah, not that's... even in the face of death can he be polite. How, hey, is he, how does he? Maybe how
3: does he? still out. alive? You just inside scary uh, barbarians like that. Mm. Mm. All right, any. I guess that's the chapter. That? There's yeah. no not much Let's more. To I the chapter. Shagga, son of mm. Dorf.
2: Mm. I love Shagga, a good guy. Trust him. Would trust him with my life. Yeah. Shagga rules.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: I have to say, I'm. I- kind of impressed that like the mountain clans stayed like independent and survived for what, what am I, over 300 years because yeah no are interesting more, really. way like, more I'd... than 300 years yeah like I... <laughs> and
2: we don't hear a huge amount about like their yeah. society really like w- hmm. what do they live on
1: Mm, uh, yeah. They just eat goat, I, mean, I mean, maybe, pets, maybe yeah. like their their situation got worse just recently. But like I, when reading this these chapters, like I, I had the, the thought that why did no assimilation like with the way it happened? I mean, for both sides, yeah. it would be profitable. Well, it I, guess. Did. Uh, it, like I mean, so at least to get some kind of of peace and uh, yeah. Well, I mean so the, there's.
0: The, yep. What happened is like the there's a bunch of first men uh, living in the Vale, and then yeah. uh, the Andals came like six thousand years ago, mm. uh, and this is the place. Yeah, that I mean they we landed. we talked
1: about that in in our uh, in our like uh, mini episode. episode, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and
1: they're not an episode.
0: This is like where they landed. They did assimilate mm. with some of the first men there, and that's why like the Royces still have first yeah. men blood and a couple other houses there but mostly they killed everybody and the ones oh. that they that either didn't assimilate, assimilate or oh. die the the mountain clans are like what's left of them oh. so uh that's a good picture
3: yeah <laughs> that's that's an art for ganta yeah he does the <laughs> come at me pose come that me, they stole for the nightman in the show
0: yeah uh but so yeah, the mountain clansmen they're they're kind of similar to people we'll see later in the free folk that they're like a time capsule of uh how the i mean it's not like their culture hasn't changed at all, but we can see like probably some hints of uh what the first men were really like before uh the andals like came in and and kind of had that paradigm shift, so like uh we'll talk about it in the next Tyrion chapter, that they, like, have... Mm-hmm. They're basically, like, a narco communists like, mixed in with, like, uh, a little bit of, like, uh, war chieftain stuff where, like, everybody has a... Uh, they have, like, direct democracy and everybody talks and, like, has a voice on what decisions get made and um they... Yeah. They're, like... More individualized instead of about uh, like a house, you know. They, uh, it's like more about the personal honor of like what you can do, and everybody's got an equal shot at like being a badass fighter or stuff, something like mm-hmm. that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, but to me, it's it's just the situation that they're still like basically at war with the with the whale for, uh, Yeah. Presumably, like yeah. hundreds of years, and there's they couldn't find a way to uh, like at least coexist, similar to uh, to the, the the clans that uh, do that in the uh, in the north.
0: Well, and in the north,
1: at least have have that kind of peace where like they're autonomous, but uh, they don't attack like the, the the travelers on the on the on the roads, and maybe do a little bit of trading with the whale that. Yeah,
0: well, in the north there. It it, the, it seems
1: to me that like, peace would be would be rather cheap for both sides, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but they're both maybe too too proud to to find a way.
0: I mean, for the hill yeah. clan or the mountain clansmen, peace like wouldn't be good because they're still locked out of every economic yeah. opportunity and, and like yeah. have, uh, you know, they don't own the land that's good for farming yeah. or anything like that. They're not intri They you know maybe over the years through like marriages and stuff they could be um you know integrated into the the power mm. hierarchy but yeah. they don't want to do that because like mm. they they i think we even get like some uh lines from them that show kind of derision for i mean he says like uh the one of them says here like the the gold of a low landlord is about as good as your your promises like it doesn't matter. Hmm. We don't we don't hold these things in high esteem like. Hmm. Uh, so anyway,
1: I, ju- I just honestly I find a little bit unrealistic that it wouldn't just happen over uh, dozens of generations think- that sooner or later, like uh, maybe one tribe starts to to uh, like try to to move closer to uh move closer to peace, and then another one and like slowly they uh <clears throat> they integrate that they would stay uh, that that independent and that hostile for for so long seems right. really uh really exhausting <laughs> in a way
0: yeah and, and well really I mean, it, it's not like outright warfare but yeah, yeah. it's like this kind of guerrilla like stalemate thing <laughs> where but yeah, again, maybe know.
1: maybe there was there was like a stalemate situation for a long time, and the, the situation just has has gotten worse recently because of some uh, uh, scarcity of resources or something like that. Who knows?
0: Well, one of the reasons it gets worse lately is that uh, Lysa isn't letting; she's like holding all her knights and warriors close, not letting them go mm-hmm. out. Um, I think they mentioned that. Mm. Uh, yeah in the Catlin chapter when they reach the veil. Mm. But if not, they, mm. anyway. Uh...
3: I just want everyone to know that Gunther, son of Gorn, also has the classic trademark, A Song of Ice and Fire funny helmet. <laughs> Where did he yeah, get that's, this that's a pretty, That's a pretty good helmet. I wonder why he got that. Yeah, He has really that long horns so on me. both sides. Mm. Uh, so, like, he could do... I guess he could... Do like some fun action scenes where he like slashes at some people and at the same time like stabs them with his horns. <laughs>
0: What's the thing that like crest? What is that supposed to be? There's like two horns it's and like, also a crest. That's like a uh, sideways snake or something.
1: Look like a, like an like an X on it's So head. small. Uh, maybe he can he can pull rush with his uh, with his head forward and like cut people.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh it looks like a Frank Rosetta picture, which is good. Um but alright. Uh do we we could probably have some like plot spoiler stuff to talk about, right? Uh especially with the Tower all of right. Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so spoilers More
2: like Tower of Not Joy. Mm.
0: Yeah. What what if it was Tower of Noids? <laughs> uh all right. All right, so this is obviously Lyanna gives birth to uh Jon Snow here. Obviously. Everybody knows this. Obviously. And it was not Ned and Lyanna's baby or Ned and Ashara's mm-hmm. baby or Lyanna and fucking anybody else's baby. It was Rhaegar's baby.
3: Yeah, and she didn't give birth to uh, John and Mira or John and <laughs> yeah. Danny. Or John and Tyrion.
2: I think John and Tyrion's pretty yeah, I think that's plausible.
0: <laughs> He's just time jumping. A- ev-
1: everyone problems. be everyone between fifteen and twenty <laughs> years old is three. Liana's baby. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so yeah, the I don't know. We, everybody knows about this already. Do we have to talk about this? Like, mm.
2: yeah, we yeah. don't need to talk oh, about L equals that. calls J, and that's all you got to know about that.
3: Yeah. Well, let's talk about Howland Reed. What's he gonna do? <laughs> is he gonna like? He's the high septon. Oh, huh? Sorry. He's the high septon. I
2: mean, he's the only survivor.
3: Yeah. Howland Reed is the high septon. That's right.
0: <laughs> was Ned's was Ned's plan crashing this tower with no survivors?
2: Maybe. Maybe he thought everyone would die and was disappointed when Helen Reed did survive.
0: That was another deep cut for the, from the Dark Knight Rises. Um,
3: <laughs> I didn't get. I haven't seen that movie. It's bad.
2: I don't remember enough of the Dark Knight Rises to remember quotes from it. The, uh, apart from being born in the dark, but apart from that one, <laughs> no.
0: The, it's the beginning. I, it doesn't matter. It's like <laughs> three people will find that funny or whatever. Um... <laughs> It's a bad movie, it sucks, and but Littlefinger's in it, and he also sucks in it, and it's funny. <laughs> um, uh, it's the same scene where the, like, you're a big guy part for you thing comes from. Anyway. I only know
3: that uh, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy does a funny voice. It's
0: a good voice. Yeah.
3: And that's the it's, one thing I know about the movie, and voice. that in the end, like, uh, fucking... Uh, Michael kane what's his name? Alfred looks up and sees uh Batman and Catwoman and, and they're having little bat babies.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice. There is Joseph Gordon Levitt's in it.
4: Yeah.
0: So there's is there's a Batman here at the Tower of Joy. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh what's his name? Oswald Went. Yeah. Oswell. Yeah. That's a good name. Oswell that's ends well. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's there. He's one of the guys that die. Um, I guess we could probably just talk about myth stuff here, because like with the plot stuff, pretty much already covered. Um, the I'm sure there's um, some
1: there's some math with with like uh, how many against how many and stuff like
4: that.
0: Well, so the the math uh, symbolism stuff, in that. So there's seven against three. Um, that hmm. kind of matches up with. uh With the Waymar Royce thing, if you do a little shenanigans and if you count Waymar and Undead Waymar as, uh, like, two separate entities, okay, so, like, that makes the six others plus Undead Waymar seven against the three live Waymar and two dudes, Hmm. um, and, but the numbers are reversed because the uh knights or the king's guard stand in for the others and there's three of them and uh Ned is presumably the last hero who has he's got seven people so I'm not sure about it there's might be something there uh he also buries eight people in stone cairns with made out of the tower he demolishes the tower and builds cairns for these dudes that the eight people that die Mm -hmm. and i
1: wanna know how he did that like there were what two people
0: he had help there wasn't tearing down a tower or there was more than did he get more people or no well so there were definitely more people than just liana there to start with because she had um like she probably had, you know, midwives and, and other guards and, you know, other people that are taking care of her, and, like, you know, this is Rhaegar's, like, plan, so he probably gave him, gave some, like, support staff or whatever <laughs> besides these three guards. Um, And also, Ned probably had more people than just the seven, mm. but they were just like, okay, we'll go on alone because of whatever okay. reason. Yeah. So... Um yeah.
2: I I can't get over of the and Sir Gerald sir. rhyming.
1: But then there should be a lot more a lot more people knowing about uh about trans identity, right? Or did they just say, oh this this baby no, that's uh, just just a random baby we found here.
0: So the story is that uh well one story is that it was Ashara's baby and the other story is that it was um the one of the uh What's it called? The like a milk nurse, a wet nurse? Yeah. Wet nurse.
2: Okay. I think they call it. Yeah, but it's a wet nurse.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the wet nurse is named Wila. She was probably there at the Tower of Joy, like Mm. acting as a midwife, and also if the baby needed milk, whatever reason, because you have whenever you're a noble, you have you know those kind of people around in case like Mm. you either can't or if you die or some reason you can't breastfeed. So, the story that uh we hear from Edric Dane is that uh john snow uh his mother was Swyla. so hmm. um so if she was there and like Ned's bringing a baby back to Starfall oh. whenever he's returning the sword dawn, and people are like, "Where'd that baby come from?" He'd be like, "Oh, it came from your wet nurse." Uh, everyone's
3: like how is baby formed <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of stuff here that besides the numbers uh, the the eight cairns is interesting because like I've looked at this as like um seeds because uh so he covers them with the bloody he says the bloody stones of the tower but like Who's bleeding on the tower? I I think he just thinks of like the whole thing as like saturated with Liana's blood because she died there, in a you know mm. symbolic way. So like it's her blood on the stones, and that's what you know. It's mm. like the blood. I and mean, of...
3: he's also he's also dragged and dreaming, so it's like dreaming symbolism or how yeah. does that work?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so. I don't know about that. So, I don't know. There's something about the Cairns that's, like, made out of the moon goddess's corpse that are covering the bodies of these, like, last hero uh, helpers or whatever. So there's something there. Um, But the main thing is that uh, Ned takes a baby, essentially, like, steals a baby from the Night's King and Ice Queen figures and brings them back to Winterfell to raise him and at the same time he's also returning Don to the danes for like he like gives the, their sword back to them mm. um and that's like one of the uh reasons that some people think that dawn was the original ice and that like they just gave it to the uh danes for safekeeping or some part of like an honor pact or whatever like um but it used to be like either Night's King's sword or something and after he killed Night's King they're like, here, let's keep it as far away from the north as possible or something like that. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like uh, baby stealing that the la- Last Hero figures do. Like Sam does this, Davos does this uh, and they're all stealing them from yeah. Night's King figures and that's one of the ways that you could get uh, uh, somebody... So like... I don't know. The Nice King was, like, he was sacrificing his... He was turning his children into others because he was doing, like, the same thing that Craster does. But he was probably making the first others. But if you, like, steal a baby that was meant to be another and then turn him into your own dude and, like, raise him yourself, then um, that's basically what Jon is. Like, he he would have been a Targaryen, but he was uh, raised by... as a Stark. Or as, as Snow. Um, hmm. and it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really, like, organized thoughts about those, that stuff, um, uh, <laughs> that much. <laughs> I did, uh, make some notes here that, uh, the Dawn, the sword Dawn is described as alive with light, and just keep that phrase in mind, because there's other times that swords are described that way. We've already had one in the, what's the word? Chapter, the first chapter? The intro? Prologue. Prologue. prologue, prologue. Thank you. Uh, the Where the other <laughs> sword is alive with moonlight, and Don is like, it looks like milk glass, and it looks like, basically it looks like the bone of another, but I don't think it's literally the bone of another, I think we're just supposed to note that they're similar um there's the storm of rose petals uh that blows across a blood streak sky and uh as blue as the eyes of death um and the way this is phrased is like really weird because we don't know if the blue that he's talking about is talking about the sky or the rose petals but i'm pretty sure it's about the rose petals because uh you know liana Mm. love the like blue rose um and also the sky is blood streaked so mm. i'm imagining this at like sunset because it's a blood streaked sky and the rose petals we've already seen i've already pointed out that sometimes flowers can be like eyes like with loris's armor uh and in the same it was the same there where they were blue eyes that wink and here the like the rose petals blowing across the sky is basically like the stars, you know, traveling across the sky and watching. And they're the eyes of death because they're the eyes of the others, which are Mm -hmm. the eyes of the old gods that, like, were forced out of the sky onto Earth, and now they're pissed. And they're watching this whole situation where John is basically... uh, He symbolizes, like, the next cycle coming along, basically. So, like, the uh the thing i've talked about with the dragon locked in ice one of the incarnations of that is baby john inside the ice queen uh, Liana, like in her womb and whenever he's born it's like another it's a uh, um that's like the ice moon breaking you know she dies uh in childbirth but the dragon comes out which is john and this cycle kind of keeps happening you know whenever john dies and he's probably going to be put into the ice cells in the wall that'll be a similar thing um and whenever he's resurrected it'll be the same thing as the first time he was born and the wall the ice moon that will break that time will be the one in the sky and also the wall <laughs> so like that's what the others are seeing here is they're seeing that like you know the planets are aligning again it's going to be time to uh start coming back and this is like uh pretty much the only convincing thing to me for why the others have started moving again like everybody wonders like where did they go for you know 10,000 years or whatever the fuck uh and i think the reason is that they're starting to see like these prophecies and things kind of start to line up, and they realize that their time is coming again. That they're like the other moon is gonna crack, it's gonna start another long night, and we'll have another chance to do whatever the fuck we're doing. And that the the sign is that John is being born. Okay. Um, so I think that they were watching here is basically what those like eyes of death in the sky is supposed to tell us. Um, and it's also at dusk probably because so it's it's at the start of a night what that this happens in Mm. the story or like in the memory uh night is just starting just like you know the beginning of the long night um and another thing that's kind of tying into this same thing is uh well first i don't know do you guys have any thoughts or reactions to that (laughs) diatribe (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, sounds right. <laughs> it's confirmed,
1: as always.
3: What was the thing you said about Gerald rhyming?
2: Oh, um, there's a bit, um, where, where is it? Um, Sir Arthur and Sir Gerald are talking, and they said, "Then or now, we swore a vow." And <laughs> um, they just, <laughs> they're just like little rhyming goblins, mm. just yeah. like standing in front of
0: head. Nice. Um, this also- is
2: very weird. Um, I was going to point out that we see, yeah, the black bat of went, and that's I think I don't know if it's the same. Does he? He doesn't have a shield, but we see a shield with the went bat that Brienne gets later on in the series. Mm-hmm. So look out for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's almost another. That's basically another like symbol of the dragon locked in ice, which is the the black bat. And it's surrounded by white armor, um. Mm. Mm. So, that's kind of like a hint that the others, they might be have this like icy outer thing, but they have a fiery nature inside too. You know, we talk, they talk about their eyes like burning really cold, but they're still burning. Um. So, there's a like John. Yeah. John's dragon locked a nice nature, like his Targaryen ness that's hidden by the icy snowness, the others share that same nature. Because he's their brother. He's a brother from an other mother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the first one to make that joke. That joke goes to <laughs> okay, I, was
2: gonna, I was gonna say it's pretty good. <laughs> that
0: joke, I think I don't know if even uh, LML came up with it himself too but I don't know. That's probably like somebody's probably made that joke like 10 years ago <laughs> but Nope, original,
2: on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, something that we'll try to, like, this will help me organize my thoughts better, because what happens with Tyrion is another, it's another dragon locked in ice thing happening, where Tyrion's an Azor High figure. He's thrown in ice hell prison for a while. He's imprisoned there by, you know, an ice queen and a fire... Like a Ice Moon lady, Night's Queen Lysa, and the like Fire Moon Catelyn who brings him there to the Eerie. They throw him in jail, they put him on trial. That I've already talked about how, um, that is similar to, uh, Arya and Sansa putting Littlefinger on trial, which is the same, like, archetypal, um, uh, formation mm-hmm. going on. So, but Tyrion, you know, he obviously wins free. He's, there's not a whole lot to look at Bron that, like, supports Bron as, like, a Lightbringer comet uh, figure, except for the fact that he is described as black, like, dark, like, he's got black eyes and black hair and that's, uh, I don't know. There's other things he, do, he does that are kind of similar, but, and the point is is that he's acting as Tyrion's uh, like weapon here, and yeah. so the Lightbringer comet's gonna come back and it's gonna hit the ice moon and that that frees the dragon that's locked there and that's what happens with Tyrion. He, you know, they escape the ice prison, um, and then once they're out, they still have to contend with all the others, like the Mountain clansmen. Those are the these guys, like. Uh they live on the mountains of the moon. They have names that are like moon brothers and like, I don't know, stone crows and all this stuff. A lot of them have to do with, uh, uh, they're very, they're associated with the moon. They live on the mountains of the moon. Um, they, uh, it says, uh, whenever they're introducing themselves, other voices shouted other names, which, you know, could be George's hat. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then Tyrion has to, you know, make some kind of alliance with them. And the way he does that is he promises to give them their home back, which, you know, if the others were the old gods that were shoved out of the Weirwood net and, you know, their rightful place is in the sky, in the heavens, in the Weirwood net, but they've been forced out of it, the way to make peace with them is to let them go back to their rightful place, right? And, like... Mm. Restore the balance that we had before the moon disasters and uh, before humans tried to turn themselves into gods. Um, so that's the way that he wins their alliance, and that might be, you know, what John does with the real others. Uh, I think that's like a pretty, pretty. So the point is, is that like John will have that connection of being essentially like the others, like where. Uh, he'll be he'll yeah. be able to like reason with them maybe or, or um, uh, he'll form that bridge. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: uh, I had one more thought,
3: but I lost. Hey, what if it was Gunther's son of Gurm because it's his creation? Huh. Oh. Oh. Pretty good.
0: Well, okay. I look at all my characters as my children. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that was a Jordan Peterson voice or a Grimm voice, but hopefully it wasn't too bad to listen to Uh,
3: It was, I don't know if you listened to the last fun point, but uh, that one had a really bad uh, George voice, so it's uh, gotta be better than that (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other things i want to mention um oh there's like the the you know the icy honeycomb ice cell or sky cells um so that's like something to make you think of uh that's another connection between honey and like death and sickness is that the others are like a bunch of bees because they also have the similar kind of hive mind thing and and that sort of thing they have they probably have a queen, and, you know, that's Knight's queen. I don't know if she still exists, or if she's just a metaphor for the weirwood, or what, but uh, anyway, yeah. that's something.
2: There's also there's a bit where Jon talks about how Jor um, takes his spiced wine, where he says he has it with honey and cinnamon and raisins and nuts, but no lemon, because that's, like, southern heresy.
0: Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's like another opposition mm. between lemons and honey. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Was there any food in these chapters besides oiled beans? No.
2: There was. Yeah. So much food
1: in the in the veil before the before the fight. I think there was. Some yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: maybe maybe there was something. At the I at, I just remember at the free
3: the gaming bean. <laughs>
0: I just remember the oiled, be- like the lubed up beans that Mort is <laughs> <laughs> dumping off a cliff. Yeah, the
2: beans, and they get a they get a special meal now that they're graduating from being trainees. Um,
3: oh right, That's and nice they one. get um, yeah, a rack
2: right. of lamb baked in a crust of garlic and herbs, garnished with sprigs of mm. mint, and surrounded by mashed yellow turnips swimming in butter. Mm. And then salads of spinach and chickpeas and turnip greens, and iced blueberries and cream. That
3: just all sounds very That's good. A, yeah. Yeah. Just some, just some veggies. Yeah. In, like, <laughs> healthy, oil and healthy snacks. Garlic.
0: I want blueberries and cream. Hell yeah!
3: Hell yeah! I'm mm. uh, just trying to find if there's something in the first cat chapter. I don't see it. So, if there was food, it, I'm sure it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait.
0: Do we have anything uh, else?
1: I was wondering is. Is there any point in in speculating what uh, Rhaegar's plan plan exactly was to? Uh,
0: oh God! To
1: put Liana there, or why why he would go to Dorn specifically? Because I don't think they would be especially welcoming to the girl and the child uh, that uh, Rhaegar basically left the, right, the right. Dornish princess for, or was it just well? Uh, they were fleeing from the war, and South was the only way to go. And they just happened to end up there. He
3: already has a Tower of Joy, and he wanted to put her in a fun place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: wait, <so laughs> I mean, I uh, you're saying that like yeah. it didn't? It's not called the Tower of Joy because he had fun there with Leona. You're saying he like already had the Tower <laughs> of Joy, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was just as, like... (laughs) He named it it
3: that earlier and and was trying to think of a fun place. Okay.
0: Well, I think... So, the Tower of Joy, I think it's, like, pretty remote, even if it's in Dorne. It's in the mountains. um, And, yeah, I don't don't think he was planning on, like, letting anyone know regardless. Like, it took a while for Ned to find them. And, like, I think he was just going to hide her there. Because the thing is, is that he's not trying to replace... Aaliyah of Dorne, uh or Aaliyah Martell. Mm-hmm. Like all he's trying to do here is get his three head of the dragon set, like of children. Mm-hmm. So, w- like, I think he was just gonna hide her here, and you know,
1: I mean, maybe, maybe they were planning to go to uh, to Starfall.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think that that would be would be rather close by. I think
0: it's definitely, yeah, it's fairly yeah. close but yeah I don't know I think his plan was uh, he'll win the war when he comes back he'll try to like disempower his father and maybe call a great council or something to depose him and I'll just keep my side piece over here so that I can have my prophecy baby and uh, everything's fine with that and there's no problems there at all Mm -hmm. and And that's not morally questionable (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) if it wasn't for Robert it would all have worked out
0: yeah and then who knows what his plan for John would have been or like what he thinks the prince that was promised would need to do oh that's another thing the prince that was promised idea Uh, so since Night's King was giving his children to the others um, or like turning them into the others and then this one baby got stolen uh, from him and that became you know the John figure like last hero figure um, which I said before that Ned was acting as the last hero to rescue this baby but you know I'm kind of thinking uh, these are like archetypes that are like generational and stuff and kind of repeat so the last hero steals the baby and raises it to be another last hero so anyway point is, is that the prince that was promised might have been a prince that was promised to the others to like become another instead of, uh, you know, whatever this other thing is that we don't really know yet. which mm. it's, uh, Melisandre and seems to, like, use Azura High Reborn and the Prince Ores Promised interchangeably, so...
4: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, most of the prophecies kind of bleed into each other, right? Like, over all yeah. over different cultures, so... Yeah, for sure. that's always um, more or less overlap and... and
0: yeah, it seems the like same the same thing.
1: Interpreted it in in uh, slightly different ways.
0: Exactly, because the the Azor reborn prophecy comes from Ashai, and the prince that was promised one seems to come from Valyria. But those two cultures, you know, the mm-hmm. Valyrians were, I think, like basically started by um, people that left fr- uh, the Great Empire of the Dawn after its like destruction or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah,
3: is that it? We've been going for almost as long as last week,
0: yeah, I think we're good, to...
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I was excited when know. we finished the chapters at just a bit over two hours, but <laughs> <laughs> thirty more minutes have passed. unfortunately, I'm sorry,
0: jeez <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> uh. Yeah. Alright, so um. now I'm gonna be on the hunt for uh, other examples of like Lightbringer uh people saving um uh High Reborn characters from icy prisons, uh to see if that pattern <laughs> holds out. One of the things that mm-hmm. made me think of is that we've kind of theorized that Bran will be like either necessary or instrumental in resurrecting John. Uh so that could be one where that plays out again. Um, because Bran I mean,
1: Brand ends up in kind of an icy prison himself, right?
0: Yeah, that too. That definitely, that's some, definitely true. Some. Um, yeah. There's a lot but of... it's a, about
1: a year down the line. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: <our podcasts>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna forego the usual sign-off and switch it to saying fuck Taiwan today. Uh, so, yeah. hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks hope my time. rambling made sense. I uh, hope you enjoyed the chapters <laughs> and they you'll stick with us. Anyone got uh some plugs?
1: I'm just gonna mention our our uh, uh our info again. so if anyone wants to reach out to us, we're at uh uh at Twitter, uh uh at gmail.com. If you maybe have uh, your own uh own cool theories or a symbolism interpretations or something you want to share, uh, or if you want to guest on our podcast and, and, uh, discuss yeah, we with, our, with us in person. We recently
3: uh, got followed by Mr. Lucifer means light us, So,
1: yeah. So if you want to come on, <laughs> yeah, reach <laughs> out to us. You're welcome to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or if you just, just have a, a question, be it a, a serious one, a funny one, whatever. Uh, we do it. I'd like to have some, some listener interaction or get some listener interaction going.
0: That would be it nice. That would be nice. I was going to ask him to come on if I like find something new that I could bring to him. Hopefully, I'll turn you guys all into like, myth-heads who are looking at this stuff uh, uh, feverishly and rereading paragraphs over and over again like uh, <laughs> Mad Men. Uh, and you can help <laughs> me in my search as well.
1: We, we will crack the code finally.
3: Okay, but... Uh... But hear me out. Uh, okay. What if, uh, what if John Snow, Daenerys, baby, Iron Throne again?
0: I'm so glad we didn't talk about that yeah. stupid fucking yeah. article.
2: <laughs> what if Tyrion is a time traveler? Let's, let's keep it that Sarah. way
1: and yeah, not that, talk about it.
0: The ice prison is time, and Tyrion broke out of it by transporting to another uterus. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> no, I just wanted to mention like one person who hasn't been in any of the with this week's chapters, but we we, we must bring up how much we fucking hate him. So, uh, everyone, fuck Jorah. fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah.
1: And fuck fuck Tywin especially. Yeah,
0: fuck, this week. Tywin. fuck Tywin, Tywin. too. <laughs> sucks. I hate him. If you he think sucks. he's like a cool good military genius, you're a fucking idiot. He sucks at that it's too. Not. And uh we'll get into that when we get to clash. But anyway, uh yeah. Bye.
4: Tywin fucking sucks. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.